my shorts. Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee. We forgot to do the glasses. Ah, very good. Very good. Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast. I've already said that, haven't I? You have? I have. Um, You can join me every single Monday. The podcast goes out on all the major podcasting platforms, all the little ones as well. But the major ones... This feels funny when you say, join me Monday. Yeah, because it's Friday. Yeah, right. Anyway, it goes out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. I've done that without looking at the script for once. Ooh. Um, the visual elements available to, uh, on YouTube as well, if you're watching this. Thank you very much. Welcome. Um, that goes out on the Monday as well, but if you're a patron supporter, you can get your two-day early access. It goes out on the Saturday, two days before the Monday. That's how it works. Uh, so if you want to get your early access, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under, uh, and you can sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Cheapy. Very cheap. You're a cheapy. You can sign up for... You're real cheap, You can pay me uh, $2. you told me all the time. Yeah. $5, $7, $1,000 a month, however much you want. $1,000 bucks a month would be right. Be great, wouldn't it? Just need some millionaire to come on and be like, I'll give you a million dollars a month. Just a million bucks to do for the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah, yeah it'd be right. beautiful, wouldn't it? Ooh. Then we can retire on top. Well, no, nah, we've got to keep doing it because he's paid you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the the videos, the the YouTube version, migrated to a new channel. So if you want to head over to the new channel, if you're watching, you're already on there. Just hit that subscribe button down below and uh, subscribe to the new Daily Down Under Podcast channel. If you're not on, if you're not watching, you're listening. Head over to YouTube, right? There's a link in the in the, the description down below. No matter what podcast platform you're listening on, it'll be down there. Click through, head to the YouTube channel, hit subscribe. Need to get the subs up to a thousand. Need to get four thousand watch hours. hours. So don't get on and leave it running if you're not watching it. No, don't do it. I can't please tell you to do it. it. So please don't do that. So as do it. once we don't do it. So once we get up to all that. Do it. We can monetize the podcast. Don't do it. We can monetize the podcast again. Is that subliminal Coca-Cola? Yeah. <laughs> Drink Coke. <laughs> uh, you can find me on YouTube, Daily Janander. That's the regular channel, the main channel, of course. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Letterbox. I should always say, I should say at the top of everything, I'm on Letterbox. Actually, I'm going to write that into the script right now because I keep forgetting to say that. Letterboxd. People... I keep forgetting to sign that up. Yeah, I've got to sign you up. I keep forgetting... People keep going, I didn't know you were in Letterboxd. Well, i got to shout it out on this, because this is where the people listening to this, the people are going to follow me on Letterboxd. Um, if you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email at davelypod at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only good ones. Only good ones. Piss yeah. off with the bad ones. Fuck off. It helps. The good ones help. They certainly do. Yeah. We've done, we beat music again. <laughs> well, sort of. Well, the music beat us. You. I just interrupt a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, that uh, dismembered voice you're listening to next to me is... Disembodied. Disembodied. Whatever. <laughs> dismembered. <laughs> Lost his arms this week. Um, old mate uh, Rick. Hey, guys. Hope everyone's well. Yeah. 
We're certainly well coming yeah. out of lockdown. Yeah, slowly. Which is nice. Yeah. We only had a short lockdown, so it wasn't too bad, I suppose. It was supposed to be a week, and then it turned into like, what, three? Two, no, two. It's only two weeks. Sure. Um, no, it's been ages. No. Yeah. It's one, two. When did I see... No, no, no. It was two weeks, and then they, they eased some restrictions oh, last week. it was week. two weeks. And yeah. now they've eased, eased yeah, restrictions. Yeah, so it's been like further. three or four weeks almost. So now we can go anywhere in the... Anywhere in the state we like. Yeah. Not just 25 kilometres from home. You can travel down to Geelong and go to the football if you really wanted to. Oh, too cold down there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a little icebox down there. So we're slowly getting back. There's some things that have been having to put off because of the restrictions and all that shit. Um, on and off, on and off. And then finally the restrictions are leasing so I can finally get to this stuff. Yeah, good. Which I'm excited about. Uh, well, I won't talk about it yet. In case it doesn't happen again. Yeah, well, but uh, some things happens. been some things I'm very excited about, and we can finally get them happening. Um, it's been a big week. It has been a big week in football. No, no, won't do that. No. Can't yeah. copyright. No, that's what's copyright. That's Eddie why Maguire. I stopped the scientists. <laughs> what you would this? Two, two, three. three yeah. Copyright. Yep. Eddie Maguire. Yep. Yeah. It's been a big week in movies. <laughs> been a big sure, week. Sure, Casey Kasem or someone doesn't have that. Or yeah, probably. <laughs> Jeez, the international people aren't going to know who Eddie Maguire is. No, no, no. You don't need to know. It's all right. <laughs> Eddie's, a, Eddie's okay, but Eddie's we won't right. get into that. It's he's a TV personality. Yep, and sports connoisseur. <laughs> Just a bit. Star, started as a, as a sports journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I had that. Massive junket over the weekend. I was talking about it last week. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, massive. Um, we'll talk about it a bit more later. But I had this massive junket Saturday, Sunday. One of the mornings I had to get up at 4 a.m. for it. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I've been a bit tired. Just throwing me off. You guys know if I have one of these like early morning things or just something that throws my schedule out a little bit, I'm off for the rest of the week. Yep. That's me, Has I'm been done. Too. Been... Yeah. Really left the centre this week, haven't you? Yeah, I can't get into it. I've been trying to just get that motivation. Mm. I think I'm finally back on track. Some stuff I've been needing to do, and I just can't get motivated to do it. No, that's it's, it's all right. I've got a one, I've got one tomorrow actually, a junket thing. It's um, decent time though. It's a decent time. It's like nine thirty a.m. So mm. that'll be fine. It is. I can actually talk about that one. Can you? It's yeah. I'm, uh, there's no embargo on it. They said you can immediately, immediately talk about it. Um, I'm doing a Space Jam thing. I'm very excited about Ooh, that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, with Eric Bowser, who is the, does the vo- dozens of voices now, Bugs Bunny. He's not voicing Bugs Bunny in the movie, but Daffy Duck, I think he's done in the film, Marvin the Martian, Foghorn, Leghorn maybe? Heaps of them. Anyway, mm, nice. so it's going to be like a, like a drawing session. He's going to teach oh, us. Oh, that's right. It's like a round table thing. Um it's going to be like a drawing session where he teaches how to draw the characters. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. They're not sending. They're going to send like a little small package of footage uh, to myself and a bunch of other journos, I guess. Um, so I don't know, but I'm sure that they're going to send like a little package of footage I should be able to upload yeah. over the next few da- uh, next few days. Um, or I don't know whether they'll want me to load it closer to when the movie comes out. I don't know, but I'm doing it tomorrow. I'm not under an embargo. I can talk about it. So mm, cool. that's something to look out for. I'm very excited about it. Of cool. course, the one I did over the weekend was for Fast 9, yep. Fast and Furious 9. We'll talk about that very soon. I'll play you some clips and stuff. Uh, very excited about that. 
Um, another big thing. That was all, they were all pretty cool, too. They were great. They Consid- were fantastic. Cons- considering they'd been doing it for yeah, a couple three, of days. Yeah, two or three days. Yeah, again, we'll talk about that uh, in a moment. But um, another big thing, if you're in Australia, <laughs> if, you're, if you've been following the podcast, um, you'll be, you, you would have also been following my um, journey of getting onto a game show. Oh, yes. A couple of months ago, I said that I'd applied for a game show. They'd asked me to come in and do an um, audition. Uh, went in, I did the audition. I passed the audition. And um, then a few weeks later, I heard back from them and they were like, we want you to come on the show. Uh, can we make it? And then it was like, there's like this back and forth trying to figure out how to get it done because I had to apply for like a police check and the police check took ages to come through. That's I right. Think cause that delayed it by a week or so, didn't it? Yeah, because I was supposed to go on and they were like, oh, no, because your police check hasn't cleared yet, you can't come on. Mm. Uh, essentially what happens with the police check is you you apply and you should have it approved within four days. But if there's any issues or your name flags against someone else or you have a a, a name or you have a common, like a, a common name, they'll flag it yeah. and then it takes like a month for them to clear it, mm. or like two or three weeks or something. So that's what happened with me. So many David Lee's rounds. Yeah, well, I went and got my COVID yeah. jab, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, yeah. And no, nearly two weeks ago. Mm. And... I took my father, and he's mm. he's a Dave Lee as well. Yeah, and they when they pulled his name up, the uh, woman behind the desk said, "Oh my God, there's a few Dave Lees." Yeah, and they had what did I say it was like three, four three, pages, four pages of Dave Lee, Dave yeah, Lees. So, so yeah. Anyway, it took him ages. Obviously, oh it was like, oh, they kind of have to do the manual review and make sure that you're 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 clear or whatever. So then they cleared me, and finally they rang me. They're like, "All right, I've got your police check. You're coming on like in two days' time." Yeah. So I went in there and um, actually I went in as a, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, I probably did, but I went in as like a standby contestant mm. um, and which is essentially like if someone doesn't turn up on the morning, you take their slot. Yep. Um, so I went in and then they were like, oh, sorry, everyone's here. So we'll try and get you in on another show another time. So they were like, but you can hang around, just come in and like just – set up, like set, watch everyone set up and stuff. So I got to like hang around a bit and then uh, they were like, oh, after a while they were like, oh, can you just, I was like chatting with them and stuff and they were like, oh, you know what, can you just hang around for a couple of minutes? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll hang around as long as I want. And then eventually like the, the head of the casting come and got me and was like, oh, I've got, you're like, do you want the good news or the bad news? I was like, oh, whatever. And she goes, well, the good news is, um, oh, no, the bad news is you woke up at, because that was like a 5 a.m. call time or something. It was like 7 yeah, yeah, a.m. Yeah, yeah. Had to be there at the studio in the in the city, down the Docklands. Um, and they're like, oh, because I had to get up at like 5 a.m. She was like, oh, well, bad news is you got up at 5 a.m. for a 6 o'clock show. I was like, yeah. what? She's like, yeah, we've got you on to a show at 6 o'clock because I do two in the, yeah, sh- yeah. in the day. She's like, so go home. Uh. <laughs> And then come back. <laughs> so I essentially went home, had lunch, had a nap, went back to the studio and filmed my show in the afternoon. So I got on the show. Uh, I can say what it is now because it's going yep. to, he's going to air. Yeah, this was. Yes. I uh, took part in The Weakest Link. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, they've uh, just brought hilarious. The Weakest Link back to Australia. Yeah. Um, it's been off air since the 90s or like early 2000s. Um, at the latest, time, I imagine yeah. a long time. So they've just brought. We never, it back. we never had our own version anyway. Yeah, did we, we did. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did have one. 
Cornelia oh, Francis. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did it. Um, but I don't think it was. I didn't. Don't think it lasted long. Because uh, I always mm. do. I do remember them playing the British one here. I'm sure yeah, they played the they British did. one. Um, so anyway, they brought it back finally. Uh, I don't know how many episodes they've done, but it's been on for like what four weeks now. They've been playing them out of order. Yeah, three or four. Because the episode that I did, um, the standby for was like the second episode they played. And then the episode that I'm on is like, is this coming week? Yeah. Or this week, if you're listening to the podcast. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, if you listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night. Tuesday, well, if you're a patron, a couple of days' time. So anyway, mm. I went on the weakest link. Obviously, I can't talk a lot about it. I can't say, um, I can say I've been on it. But you can't, can't say how But you I can't say how I went, how the show went, um, or anything like that, to, to keep the surprise factor. I mm-hmm. got a little. Fo- they sent like a little photo, like a group photo. I can't share that until after the episode's gone to air. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed doing it. We'll talk more about it l- next week. Um, but if you are in Australia, I believe it's on on Tuesday night at nine twenty p.m. Um, okay. It's on directly after. What's it called? That fucking monkey bar show. <laughs> 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 What's it called? Did you, the the the, the uh, gymnastics on gymnastics uh, show. gymnastics on on steroids. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? The fucking the uh, biggest, not the biggest loser. That fucking, no, I can't. I can't oh, think Jesus, of that. it's just completely gone from my head. Um, the um, oh shit, because the first episode this week has come back again. Oh, I don't know. Um, what the hell is it called? The biggest fucking hell. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Channel 9, Jim Nastics show. <laughs> it's just gone from my head. What is going on? Uh, it's not even, I don't even know. 9, Channel 9. What a waste of time. Channel 9, Channel 9, Tuesday night. Um, it's, oh, Australia, Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior, <laughs> of course, yeah. Australian oh. Ninja Warrior. Hey, I know two people on that, actually. Yeah, I went to school with them. Yeah, Georgia, and Georgia Benora, who's a, uh, Olympic, an Olympian, uh, Olympic yeah. gymnastic, gymnastic, gymnast, and Michael Snow, who is a terrific parkour yeah. bloke, and does a lot of um, stunt work, stunt work for films and in, stuff. Um, yeah, Hollywood films. Yeah, yeah. He in Pirates guy. and yeah, he was in Pirates. He was in he had a, Mulan, he had a non-screen. I think. He had a non-screen. Yeah, he was on Pirates, on pilots for a few se- Pirates for a few seconds. Yeah, funny. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's great. He's he's uh, parkour. He's he's been doing it for years. Like yeah, when yeah, high yeah. school, he was doing it. Yeah. He's like one of the preeminent guys yeah. doing it. He's quite an incredible bloke. He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they're both great. I love them both. Um, uh, so yeah. Anyway, it, it's on after Ninja Warrior at nine twenty p.m. The weakest link. I'll be on. Um, and yeah, you can check it out if you're in Australia. If you miss it, it'll be on the Channel Nine catch up at nine nine now. Yep. If you're overseas. Uh, that you're probably not going to be able to watch it unless you have like a VPN or something. Yeah. Which um, I don't know if I should promote, but actually, yeah, I you can get onto nine now. You can get on nine now, whatever. But uh, what I will do is next week, um, we'll play some clips from the show. Oh, okay. And we'll have enough. a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. my journey on on the weakest link. Um, have a laugh at your experience. Just pull a pull a few clips up because I I know I'm just going to come out. I know I'm going to come off as an absolute knob. <laughs> I just know it. So anyway. It, yeah, check it out if you miss it, if you can't watch it or whatever. Um, I will play, we'll play clips next week and we'll have a laugh and whatever else. Mm. Um, and yeah, so watch it, find out if I've won the money or if I was the weakest link. Mm. You can find that. So, yeah, I'm very excited to see it. I'm a bit nervous, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what compelled me. You don't me to like do watching it. yourself on some things, do you? 
I can watch myself on the videos that I've done, but if it's like um, something that's not like my own video, I can't do it because yeah. it's out of my control. I don't have right. the control over it. So it's in someone else's hands. So if I do something stupid in front of the camera, I'm like, fucking idiot, what have you said that for? Or you know, what are you doing? You look like a knob. I can cut it out. I can yeah. control how I come across. But yeah. it's out of my hands this time around. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see the real day. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. So, yeah, next week we'll play some clips, whatever else. It'll be fun. Um, went, I'm waiting for, like, the commercials to come up. They'll upload, like, a commercial. I'll share it on Twitter and yeah. everything else. So that'll be good. Awesome. Um, hey, should we tell the story about the possum? Oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, I walked outside this week. It's on Wednesday. Wednesday. I was going to get the mail and, like, Almost stepped it. Oh, this is good. Like if you're weak, if you're if weak you got, in the yard, or you're yeah. eating, eating <laughs> yeah. lunch or dinner or something, or your breakfast, <laughs> or breakfast, just skip past this bit. Yeah, maybe just like go down to the time code and find out the next segment. Um, yeah, I was like walking out to get the mail, and something just compelled me to look down, and I'd almost stepped in what was like a big pile of guts. Yep, innards of innards. some kind of animal. Ugh. Uh, like literally the entire fucking digestive system was there. Oh, the stomach, the heart, the um, the fucking what do you call it? Liver, the kidney, yeah, all everything. Stuff, yeah. It was the whole. Is that all? Whole in it. So some animal had been gutted, and the guts were left. Strange thing, there was no blood. There was nothing. It was just the fucking insides of some animal. We did some research, and we found out. Well, the next day, because it had been it had been raining and stuff, so it was a bit wet. Yeah. The next day we went out, we saw a bit of fur everywhere. It was but like the, white and grey. But couldn't really tell what it was no. initially. Um, not at first, because no. I couldn't really see it. But the second day, once it had dried out or whatever, and half of it was gone, so something had come back and eaten half of it. Um, so anyway, we, um, we did some research and we found out probably what's happened is the owls we have in the area will attack and kill and eat possums. Mm-hmm. Of course, ours are predatory. Yeah. So it's like Americans out there. Uh, it's just like a small marsupial, a little possum. Well, they have opossums and stuff yeah, like that. It's a completely so. different animal, though. Oh, okay. Completely different. So it's not an opossum. It's just, no, a, it's possum. just a possum. It's similar. It's a similar sort of just little critter. It's a big rat. Yeah, big rat, really. <laughs> they're nice. They're like I them. think they are part of the rodent family. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. Um, they're cool. They're a protected species. Anyway, so some owl has probably attacked a possum and gutted it and taken the carcass away. And we figured it was a possum because the the fur. That's what I was saying, yeah. Rain white fur. Rain white. Yeah. So that's what we're assuming. But anyway, so that was our excitement for the week. I checked it this morning to see what was left. Oh, I don't know, yeah. What are you going to check later? Yeah, it's been raining. It's probably been washed down the, <laughs> down the street. <laughs> yeah, it was just revolting. It was horrible. I almost stepped in it. Just revolting. And there was all those little bits and pieces everywhere. Yeah, it was all over. It was gross. But that was all gone the second day. Well, half of it was gone, yeah. yeah like all the stuff ugh. that was just lying around, like there yeah. wasn't attached yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. That was all gone. Yeah, but then they, but half of it, we've got a fox as well. This fox, little fox keeps coming around. Mm. They keep seeing him down the side of the house. Yeah. So he, well, at first I thought maybe a fox had killed something. Uh, maybe the fox came back the second night and mm. ate. <laughs> I don't know. But something's going on out there. Anyway, that is our little possible but we heard, story. But we heard hell of a noise on the roof the night Always before. Always do. And it sounded like, because we hear possums on the roof and stuff all the time. Yeah, crazy, man. But we thought, thought, oh, maybe it's just possums playing up there again and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Some nights, some nights they're so noisy, I've got to go out there and flash a torch on them and stuff like that to get rid of them because they just yeah. can't sleep with it going yeah, on. they're crazy, man. And, and that's what it sounded like. Away. We sort of figured that it, it might have been 
a bit of a fight going on between the possum and maybe the, or an the owl, owl just came down and went bang. Went bang. Anyway, poor thing, but that's nature. Yep, can't interfere with nature. No, that's what David Attenborough says. Yep, can't just stay back nope. and that's leave right. it alone. Anyway, um, so that's our possum, our gross story Ooh. of the week. Awful, it's terrible. It was awful. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock when I should, saw it at first. Put a photo like, of that. <laughs> no, I'm not, no way. Ugh. Awful. No, so I won't subject yeah, it was them to awful. that. That was horrible. Anyway, if you were skipping the possum story, welcome back. <laughs> it's it. We've t- we've done the story. Uh, we're now on to what we've been watching this week, other than the the possum. Mm, mm. Uh, not a lot. I mean, well, I've been going through. I've had all these like um, the imprint titles to watch from Viavision, that special edition wave of titles they do. What was that noise? That oh, was your elbow. Anyway, um, I've been getting my way through all them. A lot of older movies um, that I actually can't be bothered talking about. I did watch a, a really good one, though, called The Gambler. It's one with James Kahn. Mm-hmm. I've discovered recently just how fucking great James Kahn oh, is. Oh, he's awesome. Um, I've, seen, like, I've seen all his later stuff, and I always thought it was cool. But his older stuff, like I watched Thief not long ago, so fucking good. And this one, The Gambler, is really good as well. Um, no, I think Thief's still my favourite. Of course, there's Sonny Corleone in The uh, Godfather. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah. it. It's been so long since I've seen it. Uh, but, yeah, this was great. This is this guy. Actually, we watched the um, the Mark Wahlberg version of it a few years ago. He's like a, he's like a oh, teacher, right. yeah, but he's also yeah. gambling. He's having an affair with one of his students. Right. I believe was Brie Larson in the uh, Marky Mark version. Mm. Um which I enjoyed, but this one's very, very good. And it's very real. Like his performance is quite raw and they reckon um, – I've read a lot of things from people who have like a gambling addiction or some kind of addiction that his portrayal or the way that the film portrays addiction is very real um, and it doesn't glorify it. It's like this guy's descent into gambling and, you know, taking the small wins and then taking the big losses and it gets this point where he's gambling for the sake of it. Yeah. Instead of, um, no, he doesn't expect that he's going to be winning but he's just still doing it just because he's got to do it. Anyway, pr- brilliant film, mm. really brilliant movie. Um, yeah, I remember I watched it years ago. Yeah. I was waiting all when movie. When was it made? It's like, you know it's like 1970, maybe like 73 or something. Um, let's look. Gambler. Gambler. Mm-hmm. 19, well, 2014. Uh, 74, 74 was the James Kahn version. The Marky yeah. Mark version was 2014. Was that Brie Larson? Let me look. I'm just going to clear that up. Um, yeah, Brie Larson. Correct. Uh, oh, John Goodman was in that too. Oh. Anyway, so I was waiting all movie for that Kenny Rogers track to kick in. Yeah. The Gambler. Nah. Gotta know when to hold them. Know no when to fold them. Yeah, I was waiting all movie no because for some away. reason I have always no been under the assumption the that the movie, that song was written for the film. It's no. not in the movie. No. <laughs> the song was written, it was released like two years after. Oh, really? I was like, oh, there's no song. Anyway. It wasn't used in any film that... I thought it was, maybe, I don't know. I'm sure well, it's been used in movies, obviously, but mm. I always thought it was written for that. Obviously not. Mm. Um, other than that, I watched a couple of other older movies. Uh, one called Face Behind the Mask. Really terrific performance from Peter Laurie, who I found out. I didn't never knew this, but um, again, this is one of those um, Dave Lee bingo card moments where I'm talking about someone 
probably 90% of people out there <laughs> who are listening don't Wouldn't know. know. Yeah. Uh, Peter Lorre, he was a drug addict, like his whole was he really? like, career. Yeah, he was on like opioids. Really? Yeah, like that entire his entire career, he's just fucking jacked up on drugs. Sure. And there's apparently multiple stories where he's doing it at the studio and the feds or the, uh, the, D, the fucking drug the enforcement AI. or whatever yeah. they were at the time come and ransacked trying to catch him out. Really? But someone like tipped him off. He was always tipped off, so he was never caught. Yeah, Shit. but apparently if you didn't know that, yeah, if you go and watch his later performances from like the sixties, seventies, um, he doesn't look very well because he always he always looks dishevelled yeah. and and doesn't really look that healthy yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. But I just thought that was just no, just his he's look, on fucking know? opioids this whole t- the whole time. Wow. Apparently, he's another cl- a classic case of someone who had an injury. And was prescribed probably too much, yeah, or probably illegally addicted. prescribed some sort of drug, and then got addicted to it. Mm. Yeah, so I never knew that. It was fascinating. I watched this documentary on him oh after the God. film. Yeah, Would never, never knew. Never knew it. Anyway, tangent. Wasn't going to talk about that, but I thought oh, that was fascinating. No, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched that one. It was very good. That's another imprint one that's just come out. One called The Hollywood Story, which is a film noir. It's part of that film noir box set. That was okay. Bit of a generic film noir. Uh, but anyway, I'm w- working my way through all those imprints and I'll do a video on them in a few weeks' time. Um, now, we watched this one Umbrella has just released on Blu-ray called Slither. This is one of yeah. James Gunn, if not James Gunn's first feature film, of course, who directed um, <coughs> Pardon Me, Guardians of the Galaxy, and has just done um, The Suicide Squad for DC. Yep. Yep. Um, it wasn't bad. It was Okay. It's got a it's like a six point five on IMDb, and that's probably about where it sits. If yeah, that. it's like a cult thing; people love it. Yeah, um, but it's not like our kind of movie, like a body no. ho- body horror kind of thing. Yeah, um, Michael Rooker, who's Yondu in Guardians. Yep. So Jack James Gunn uses Michael Rooker in like all of his movies. Oh, does he really? Yeah, they're like good friends. Nathan Fillion is in it, mm-hmm. who James Gunn uses a lot as well. Um, uh, uh, Elizabeth. Um, Banks is Banks, in it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so he's got a huge cast, a really good cast. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Like it's a comedy horror. It's like a it's like a, a like a a spoof of body zombie, horror. It's a zombie yeah. film. So, zombie body yeah. horror kind of thing. Um, monsters. So I get what he's trying to do. It wasn't really my kind of thing, or really your kind of thing, really. No, but it was okay. I mean, it was okay. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, I've yeah, been wanting to see for ages. We just sort of watched it. Oh, yeah, that was just yeah, it was a, okay. just a film. But it was like one of those movies that sh- you watch it. It's shit, but it's meant to be shit. Yeah, that's right. Not necessarily shit, but you know, it's just yeah, yeah, a farce. Yeah, it's not meant to be yeah. taken too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was enjoyable. We watched. Um, or oh, sorry, I watched one called Fire Down Below. This is another one of the older ones I watched. Yes, it was not good. It, this is one that had Rita Hayworth, Jack Lemmon, um, Robert Mitchum. Fucking great cast, cast, yeah. And it starts off as like this buddy, buddy comedy, almost like a Crosby, uh, uh, Bing, Co- Bing Crosby and uh, Bob Hope, mm. like a road to kind of buddy comedy, like the first 15 minutes and it's like, oh, and then they, they, there's these two guys that own like a tramp boat and this woman wants like safe passage across to some other island illegally. It's like, oh, it's going to be funny. And then it's like a love triangle thing. And then halfway through the movie, um, fucking Robert Mitchum and Rita Hayworth fuck off somewhere and they disappear for the rest of the movie. <laughs> okay. And then Jack Lemmon's stuck on the boat, which has like this massive accident. 
and the like what like those big metal railings what do you call them the like uh fucking big like no, you would build you stuff out of like a big metal oh, like, like a girder or girder, yeah. yeah this massive girder falls on his legs and he's like stuck trapped in this boat for half the film mm. crap anyway if you want to check that one out yeah. umbrellas just released it on blu-ray <laughs> oh well Anyway, um, so we also watched um, uh, Penguin Bloom, mm-hmm. Naomi Watts. Um, who was that other guy in it? Um, uh, what's his um, name? Griffin Murray Johnson. No. Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's Naomi Watts. I love Naomi and Watts. And he did a good Aussie acting too. Yeah. Because yeah, what's he, good. English? Uh, is he English or is he I like Scottish? I'm not sure. I thought he, I thought he was English. Coming up, I think he might be English. I think you're right. British, British yeah, it just yeah, says British yeah. actor. So, yeah, of course, uh, 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 Somerset. Yeah, he was England, born in yeah. Yorkshire and moved to Somerset. So, of course, he's he's where my family comes from. Oh yeah, Somerset. Yeah, and mine too. You know, we're talking 150, yeah, yeah. 106, 50, 60 years ago. Mm, so that's what our accent would have been like. Mm. Anyway, um, so he was in Love Actually. We'd recognise him from, but I think he was also in Walking Dead. Was he in Walking Dead? He's like one of the lead yep. roles in Walking yeah, he was. Dead. Um, Rick, is he Rick Grimes, like the main character. Um, is that the top? Rick Grimes, yeah, yeah, Rick Grimes, yeah. So people know him from that. Anyway, it was a good movie, Australian film. It was good. This is one of those big because they rolled out like a whole bunch of Aussie films at the beginning of this year. To be like welcome back to cinemas for summer, and this was one of them. The, the dry with Eric Banner was one of them. Yeah, another one called High Ground, which we haven't seen yet. Um, but yeah, it was, it was okay. It's a fairly generic sort of like bio biopic sort of thing about this yeah. woman who becomes a paraplegic on holiday. Um, is that the right word? They, yeah, um, paralyzed from yeah, like the waist down. Yeah, paraplegic. Yeah, and then um, this fucking magpie. They find like a. A baby His, magpie who's yeah, injured. Son was a fan of yeah, magpie. brings it back to the house, and they end up looking after this magpie for years, and it sort of becomes like a healing thing for yeah, them. Yeah. It's a true story, yeah. um, but it was just like really generic, sort of. Yeah, like knew it was going to happen. And, yeah, exactly uh, right. That was okay. Yeah, that it was, was a nice, easy like Sunday night movie, and the, the, like it was visually nice. Yeah, some of the yeah, yeah. I love watching the Aussie films for the yeah, yeah. for the uh, scenery. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we also watched one called Synchronic. Uh, it's got Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dornan in it. Jamie Dornan, Scottish. That's where I was getting confused. Oh, yeah. I remember watching the document, the interviews with the yeah, yeah. Um, I think he is anyway. <laughs> no, he, um, he was, was he? Sure. Or was he Irish? He's Irish. He's Irish, yeah. There you go. To be sure, to be sure. I knew I was off. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this is like this weird, trippy kind of sci-fi thing. Um, again, Umbrella has just released this one on Blu-ray for the first time. It's not that old of a film, though. Um, actually, I think it's just come out. I think it's a new movie. Maybe last year. Um, 2020. 2019, I think. 2019. There you go, yeah. Uh, yeah, what did you think? It's a weird, trippy sci-fi movie, which is like, it's got like a bit of time travel elements. There's like this crazy drug that's going wild that... Transport Transport you through time. Yeah. And depending on where you are or yeah. in where you physically are yeah. within the landscape yeah. will depend on where you land in history. Yeah. Was it really think? quite interesting. Yeah. Interesting concept. Yeah, you liked it or I didn't mind the movie? It. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Really good concept. Yeah. 
I feel like they could have done more with it. I'd like to see them explore it more. I'd like to see. Mm. Um, it felt very simple, simplistic. Because he basically had to go back and save her. Yeah, because one of his sort of friend's daughter got stuck in the past and then didn't come. Oh, because you have to get back to the point where you landed within a certain amount of time yeah, or you right. don't come back. Yep, that's right. You get stuck. Yeah, you get stuck there. It's like a timer. The way they the way they explained time was really great. It was like, because you've always said you had a theory that everything hap- is happening at the one time. Yeah, well, that's the, well, I, this, well, when you, when you, when you look at, when you look at the history of the world and, yeah. you know, how old the universe is and yeah. all that, so well, God knows how old it is, but, mm. and we, you know, we spend, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years on this, on this planet. Well, yeah. our time, our time in existence is really, really short. It's yeah, well, blink of an eye. It's like that cosmic. In the whole term. That cosmic calendar that I've spoken about yeah. in the past where everything happens within the last second of the, if, if the entire history of the universe is a calendar, everything in recorded history of mankind is um, the last second of the last day on the, on the calendar. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So December 31st. Yeah. It's the last second of that last yeah. day on the calendar. So yeah. my, that's, a, that, that's a theory I've always, always thought about was that, Maybe we live our whole life in that split second. Yeah, but the way we perceive time. Yeah, is. exactly. So anyway, the way this movie sets it out is like they have like a giving re- someone a plot. Huh? Well, no, because this movie <laughs> sort of almost that's almost why, that's does why I'm bringing that. it yeah. up because they explain time as if it's a record, yeah, a vinyl record where all the grooves exist at the that's same right. time. So all the grooves is the entire history of time. It's only one and groove. Well, you know what I mean. Stop <laughs> distracting me. <laughs> Fucking hell. So you got the vinyl record, you got the groove yep. that goes around, right? And depending on groove, where you place that needle. Depending so you got a vinyl record. <laughs> right? Jeez, it's confusing enough for them out there to understand this. Right? So Okay, so you got a vinyl record and you've got the groove that goes around. And the whole groove, the entire record exists at every time, but depending where you put the, the, the needle depends on what song you're listening to. So they describe time as if it's always existent, everything is always there and always existent, depending on where you're dropped is where you live your life mm. at. Yeah. Um, so that's think, sort of my theory. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty cool way to look at it, whereas everything is actually happening at the same time, but yeah. it's just... So I like the th- I like that I like the concept and I like the I I would like to see it explored more. And, mm. The, mm, and part of, part of that theory of mine is that everybody's had a deja vu yeah, yeah. moment where yeah. you think yeah I've done that before why yeah. have I done that before and that's an interruption in the in the yeah. space time continuum in your brain the I suppose the matrix yeah. whatever you want to call it. So that's that's where my theory came yeah. from. Was it we live our life like that? Yeah, I like the uh, simulation theory, which says that we're actually living in like some massive computer simulation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, conspiracy theory one hundred and one. This show's just Avatar. Into now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly right. God, All the matrix. What other conspiracy theories could we got out there? Jeez. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was our movies this week. A lot of conspiracy um, theories. They're always great, aren't they? Yeah, awesome. Most of them are a load of shit, but um, like we just watched that Borat. We just watched oh, those Borat specials on Amazon. Oh, so no. funny! They did that because they did Borat two. They had so much leftover footage. They did like the two specials. Yeah, like a few a couple of weeks ago, they dropped them. 
And then one of them is like an extended, like forty minute look at his few days with those two, yeah. those two guys, and they're just sprouting these stupid conspiracy theories one uh, after the other. And then as a um, like a companion to that, there's like a series of these five to six minute shorts debunking all the theories. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. No, um, we watched hilarious. it last night. Anyway, uh, that's all the movies we got through this week. Television wise, um, oh, we started. A Disney Plus show last week called The Mysterious Benedict Society. We've seen the first two episodes. We were embargoed last week upon even saying that I'd seen it, I yep. think. Um, but the social reaction opened uh, a few days ago. Uh, by the time this goes out to general listeners on yep. Monday, the embargo for the review will be up. But because this does go out early to patrons, i got to be careful what I say. Mm-hmm. I can't, like, review it. But I can. This is my social reaction is that uh, Benedict's Society, Mysterious Benedict Society, it's got Tony Hale, Kristen Schaal, a bunch of kids. Um, it's like a kids, almost like a like an Enid Blyton, yeah. son of like Mysterious Seven, yeah. whatever those books were, Famous Five, uh, sort of like a kids detective mystery, weird mm. sci-fi kind of thing. Um, it's, I describe it like a boy's own adventure type thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, i got to be Tom very Hardy. careful. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy? Tom, ha- Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy's an actor. No, no, no. They used to the be Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys, that's it. Yeah, yeah. the Hardy Boys. Boy Zone. Mm. Wasn't Boy Zone a boy band? Boy Zone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I say Boy, boy Zone Adventure, because that was a similar sort of... Oh, was it? I'd never heard of it. I've only heard of Boy Zone, the band. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. So it was like one of those kind of things. Um, let me see. What would I say that's not too reviewy? I will, of course, have a, a review up this week. Um... It is an enjoyable program for the family, but I feel like it does gear itself towards the kids more so than the adults, and I feel like there's very little in there for adults to enjoy um, in general. You can probably enjoy it watching with your kids. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think you can enjoy it in a family setting, but I feel like... Like, I don't feel like it's something I will probably watch the rest of the episodes of. Mm. And that's not saying whether I thought it was good or bad. That's no, just that's right. So that's my social reaction. It's a great show for the family, but it gears itself towards the kids a little bit more than the adults. I feel like there's not much that the adults will get enjoyment out of. Mm. But it is charming and it's witty and it's enjoyable. Yeah. There you go. That's my social reaction. So if anyone from Disney is watching and they go, hang on, you've reviewed it. That's not review, that's my social reaction. <laughs> <laughs> my social media, I'll go and post that on Twitter just to make sure. Uh, but I will have a full review um, up on up on YouTube. I don't think we'll talk about it again on the podcast. But, um, um, but yeah, if you want to check out my thoughts on it, uh, you can go to YouTube. It it's, um, it's, goes on Disney Plus at the end of the month. I think they've just changed the date. So I'm hoping they haven't changed my embargo date. I haven't heard anything Who about knows? it. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Mysterious Benedict Society. It's a Disney Plus series. Uh, other Disney Plus series, uh, we watched the second episode of Loki this week. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Very good. Yeah, it gives you a nice little background. And, oh. I like um, it. Yeah. It's a, a wicked, wicked man, Loki. Yeah. I'm shocked how much I'm enjoying it because this is the one that I wasn't that excited about. He's, yeah, he's fantastic. He's great. I love yeah, the character. Yeah. I love um, Tom. Oh, I said Tom Hardy again. Um, Tom Hiddleston. Um, I think he's fantastic. Um, 
but I just just the show I wasn't that particularly interested in, mm. or but not 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 interested in, not excited about. And it's a, it's it almost feels like a different sort of portrayal of the character. Yeah, it is. P- portrayal. Let's say yeah, portrayal. 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 Yeah, yeah. portrayal of the character. Yeah, I felt that too. I was thinking about that. <clears throat> Pardon me. The other night, actually, I was like. It is a very different spin on the character, and I f- it's almost like because Loki's always been the side character or one yeah. of the part yeah. of the ensemble, or he's never really been up front. If you can really tell that um, Hiddleston is having a lot of fun actually exploring the character in this way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, actually no, giving I'm, the character I'm, a bit yeah, more exactly right. Yeah, giving him a lot spit that out again. Mm. Um, a lot more depth. Yeah, isn't there actually giving him something to do? Yeah, as well, other than just be there, sort of. Yeah. I mean, he was the main villain, one of the main villains of the Avengers. Mm. That's probably the most he's done in one of these movies. Yeah, um, he's, had, he's like he's had a great arc and stuff throughout the films, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. But yeah. it's Marvel, so I was yeah. always going to enjoy it. Really, exactly. Right. Black Widow, um, I believe, screeners went out to a lot of like American critics has been. Um, Sort of social, uh, the social embargo has lifted, um, and there's kind of like mixed, it's like mixed things about it. I'm mm. hearing some people say it's quite good, others are like it's a bit of a fizzle. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. That's out in a couple of weeks' time, I think. So it'll be interesting to see what we think about that one when that uh, comes out. Yeah, well, no, the well they haven't let us down yet. No, there's been a few movies that have been like eh, it's good, it's not great, and I but feel the, like but they've all been watchable. Well, they've all been watchable, but some of them are just not as great as the others. Yeah, oh, about, it's like, going to be like you know, anything, really. Yeah, so I feel like that's that's the impression I'm getting from this one. But I really hope it's great. I really want it to be great because it looks cool, like the spy element. I love um, you know, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow, great. All the characters that look fun. So I'm keen to see it, but I'm just hoping it's... And how far, sorry, did you say how far that off was? Early July, so How it's far off um, that was. yeah, early July. So I think it's like the week after Loki finishes. It's out. Oh, okay. Mm. Does that want to overload? Because what are they about six episodes? Six, they? yeah. So there's four left yeah. of Loki. So probably five weeks off then for Black mm. Widow. Mm. Really? I feel like it's not that far off. I don't know. Anyway, it's soon. Um. Oh, otherwise, otherwise, hey. Got it. I did a bit quieter this week too. Double whammy. Deadwood update. Deadwood update. Yes, we did one. Yeah. And it actually wasn't a bad one. It wasn't too uh, bad. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Apart from you falling asleep. Yeah, because the first half was boring. Yeah, that was building to something. Yeah. And then and it I was happened. tired anyway. Yeah. And I've got, oh, it's a bit of action for a time. And you go, oh, yeah, what, 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 what? Someone fell asleep. Yeah. So I had to rewind it. And yeah. Go back again. Al beat the shit out of some guy. Yeah. He was, was taking oh, pot shots good. off the roof at yep. people. Yeah. Um, and he got him down. He's like beating the shit out of him for like half an hour. Taking a pot shot at, what's her name? Elma. Is that, is that Elma or was it? The, uh, Elms, Elms, Elmsworth. Is that the name? Elmsworth. What's <laughs> her surname? The, the oh, I don't know. Name. I don't know. Whatever it is anyway. She, oh, uh, the fucking John. John. Fucking John. <laughs> um, you know, I'm thinking Timothy Oliphant. Mm. Um. Oh shit! I have forgotten his name now. You had a long word. I'm just uh, yeah, no. Um, Bullock. Bullock, yeah, yeah. Bullock's wife is taking shots at her from the no, roof. No, it wasn't Bullock's wife, wasn't it? Who no, was no, that? no. It was um, the banker, the 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 woman that owns the bank. Yeah. Um, 
No, that's his. That's his. Oh, this, that's what yeah, he one wanted. Side. To, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Alma. Is no name Alma? Could be Alma. Yeah. I don't know. This is okay, how out of the show I am at this point. <laughs> I'm just so just beyond. Yeah, it. so, so <clears> someone <throat> was someone. She was walking walking to the bank, and someone was taking pot shots at her. Yeah. So Al tracked down who it was. Yeah. <laughs> put him into his office and beat the living crap yeah, out, of out of him. Yeah. And then finished up slitting his throat. Yeah, that's right. There was a bit of action. And they rolled him good. up, rolled him up in the carpet, and took him that's took right. him down to so he could feed him to the pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it was a good episode. That was good. It was a bit of action. Yeah, thank Christ. After I fell asleep. So we've got two episodes left. Thank Christ. Because this is episode... <laughs> if, the, if, if the last two are as good as that one, we'll be okay. Wow. Not that it was great. Well, it was what's okay. our theory it was been? Okay. Every time something good happens... Yeah, the following, it's following like, episode's like, just back, it's, like nothing's happened. like nothing's ever happened. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what, see what happens. Yeah. What are you what are you doing? What are you looking just for? Just trying to get the episode. Just look. What are you trying to find the character? No, just no, 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 just character list. Oh, yeah, I could do that. But I was just going <laughs> to look. No, I was going to look at something else. So you've got two episodes left because, of course, this is episode thirty-seven. Elma. Elma. That's Elma, what I've been saying. Elma Garrett. Yes, I've been saying Elma. Yeah. I knew it was her. Anyway, two episodes left because this is episode thirty-seven of the podcast. I forgot. I think I forgot to say that at the top. Um. So that means we'll watch two more episodes. That takes us up to episode 39. And then episode 40, we will have watched the movie, which mm. is like the finale. So we can celebrate finishing Deadwood with our 40th show. <sighs> Thank Christ. Finally get it done. Man, get it out of the way. I'm just over it now. It's only, it's only taken nearly 20 years to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then we're going to work out what we're going what to do next. I think we're going to start Mad Men next, aren't we? Yeah, there's so many Mad Men, and there's um, that other Timmy Timothy Olyphant Justified. one, Justified, yeah. and there's bloody. Um, I can't do another six, Western after six this. Six feet under, and you watched all that though. No, I didn't. I'm sure you watched all. No, that. I was only probably the first season and a half. I haven't watched any of it, but there's heaps of stuff. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Yep. Uh, but Deadwood is done. It's off the table. It's. Um, Ah uh, well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Three, three more weeks. Three more weeks. Uh, it's no longer going to be Deadwood Tuesday. Shit. I know. We're going to have to do like Madman Mondays or something. Ooh, that's a good one. Madman Blake, Mondays. Blake suggested it. Yeah. Madman Mondays. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I like that. So there you go. Um, now we saw a couple of big movies this week. New release ones. Um, I've done reviews for these on the channel, so you want to check out in-depth thoughts on it. Uh, you can go and check them out. Firstly, um, of course, Luca. Which is a new Pixar film? Um, thoughts on this one? Loved it. Loved it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, very good. Wasn't as good as some others. No, I like that. Um, what was that? That jazz one. Um, Soul. Soul. That was beautiful. Yeah. This was really nice. Mm, yeah. Um, and it had a really nice story about it. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, <coughs> and nice. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Very good. Um, of course, you and your mother having Italian, yeah. Italian blood and stuff, and <laughs> us having been to similar yeah. towns in Italy yeah. that look like the one yeah. they use there, yeah, was uh, added an extra cool. depth to it. Yeah, it was really quite beautiful. Quite a beautiful yeah, loved story. It. Really loved that. Very simple movie too. Oh, exactly right. Just very simple. Mm. Not not like you've gone from uh, Soul, which is just so extravagant yeah. or whatever else. And this is just really simple story, yep. Sim- like mess- simple, beautiful messages in it and stuff. I really, really liked it. The animation's nice in it. 
Anyway, um, yeah, well, the animation on everything these days is just gorgeous, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So anyway, yeah, Luca was good. That's on Disney Plus now. Premiere Access. No, it's not Premiere Access. It's free to watch on Disney Plus. So you can check that out. Not going to cinemas, sadly. It is someone, um, a, a listener from South um, South Africa wrote in and was like, ha we get it here in cinemas in South Africa. Oh, did they? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they don't have Disney Plus there. Oh, and what right, usually okay. happens is if, if the country doesn't have Disney Plus, they will open it in, in the cinemas. Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm envious of you. I'm really lucky enough we got a... Well, we got the big screen. Cinema to watch and yeah. hear it. But... So anyway, I was like, oh, I'm envious of you. And he was like, oh, I'm not going to watch it in the cinema anyway. I was like, all right. <laughs> he goes, I've got a nice, I've just bought a big 75-inch OLED television. I'm going to watch it. But it sounds just as good. And we were hanging, we were hanging for Gino DeCampo, weren't we? The yeah, whole yeah. Time. yeah, because he, was, he did a little guest spot. <clears throat> Funny. Love Gino. Um, we don't, also Don't blink, you'll miss him. Yeah, <laughs> we well, yeah, didn't even sound like him. I wouldn't no, know. Not at all. Well, did you know uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was in it? No, I was just looking at the list yeah. here now. I think he was the uncle. Him. You know, the one with like the the weird eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Was it really? Yeah, oh, I think the one with the little light in his head. I think that was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, go. I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have known. Uh, but yeah, that was good. Uh, again, if you want to fill out, check out my full thoughts on that. Uh, you can um, head to my YouTube channel and check that out. We also watched this week Fast and Furious 9, or as mm. it's called in America, F9. Is it? Yeah. It's not called Fast 9? No, F9. F9. Yeah. Oh, okay. F9, the Fast and Furious saga. Because uh-huh. they give them a different name overseas. Yeah. It's a bit confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Fast well, and Furious 9. And we've said this before, it's no longer a car f- <laughs> What's Well, a, no. It's yeah. an action film. Action films <laughs> with cars. Um, still enjoyable though. Yeah, I've had fun. I saw it twice. Um, so you watched it once. Yep. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was it good. Was fine. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't the best film we've wasn't ever the seen. Best but one. Certainly wasn't the best fast, but I, no. I it, like it's dumb, meathead, stupid action and over the top. Dumb, it's all over the top. Stupid. A lot of totally people don't like it. But a lot of people are saying they just hated it. But if you, at this point, you just fucking lean into these films. Just yeah, take it just what it enjoy is. them for what they are. Yeah, um, don't 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 go into it thinking it's going to be you know like the original, yeah. the, the very first one. Exactly right. That was a great. That was a great film. Yeah, you know, had a really good story. Really good, mm. you know, story and everything. Well, most it. of them had a pretty good story going through them, like the through line mm. up until sort of like Paul Walker, I suppose. Yeah, passed away, and then it went a little bit off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they've all been. They've most of them have had a decent story. This one doesn't really have much of a. I mean, the characters get some good character moments and stuff, mm. um, but it's mostly just action. Yeah, <laughs> and just dumb, stupid fun. Well, I had Finn, fun with Finn Diesel's character goes through a bit of an arc in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, even like Tej and Roman, yeah. sort of go off. They have their own little yeah. bits. Um, yeah, yeah, good. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Oh, I saw, I it, I saw it twice. Ludicrous and. And what's his name? Yeah, Tej and Roman, yeah. Ludicrous, and um, and Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, yeah, love them. I reckon they're great. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Uh, now, really I, good value. Yeah, I was going to say last weekend I took part in the global press junket for Fast Nine. Yep. Um, and I got to speak to Tyrese Gibson and Ludicrous and Sung Kang, who plays mm-hmm. Han, um, uh, Natalie Emmanuel, who plays Ramsey, and uh, the director uh, Justin Lin, who yep. returns to the franchise for the first time since Fast Six. Six. Yeah, so he skipped out the last two and he's back. 
I did get a chance to speak to them. I'm going to play you a small segment of my interviews with the film's talent. So the uh, film stars will play just a little clip of that here. Uh, next week we'll play a, a clip from my interview with Justin Lin. Um, if you want to check out the full interviews, I've got like a full 20-minute video up on my YouTube channel. You can go and check it out. All the interviews are back-to-back. Uh, but for the sake of the podcast, I will just uh, give you a small little glimpse into my time talking to the cast of Fast and Furious 9. Or Enjoy. F9. Enjoy. This movie splits all the characters apart and everyone kind of goes off in their own separate ways. What was it like for you to kind of work in this smaller ensemble piece, um, independent from the rest of the cast, and kind of get some really great character moments? Man, it's great to work in these ensemble pieces, man, because we're all family off screen as well as on screen, and that's what makes the chemistry so great. So, you know, adding different characters, you have some characters that are dying, some characters coming back to life. It just lets you know that the Fast franchise, you, you never know what to expect, so we keep them guessing every time. Well, I love those guys. They're so much fun, and, you know, just individually, they're both just such big personalities and, like, both hilarious, and then you bring them together, and then they're kind of energy and like years of friendship like you know it's just great to be around and it's it's infectious you can't help but like want to get in get involved in the in the in the in the banter and yeah i i thoroughly enjoy it and um we we have we have a good time together so to be honest with you i was excited to shoot some scenes all by myself until it was time to shoot scenes by myself (laughs) Um, I'm just so used to doing scenes with everybody in the movie. Um, I guess I got a little weirded out about doing scenes all by myself where it was just about Roman. And, um, but it's something that Justin Lin wanted. And I am in no position to tell the director no. And um, when I seen the movie for the first time, I actually seen why he did it, and um, it all kind of made sense. Oh, great! It's great to have that ability to, you know, you know, tap into different dimensions of a character, right? Like, you know, there's limited real estate in, you know, in a film anyway. So, you know, the fact that you get to actually go and, you know, recall, you know. Uh, um, you know storylines that didn't exist, and you know, and create these flashbacks, and you know, develop new characters, and and give reason to why, you know, and and create different layers. Is like you know, um, each one each one of these movies it gets bigger and crazier every single time. What's it like when you open up that script and you kind of go, oh, we're doing this now. We're actually we're going there. There's some pretty crazy stuff in this one. Man, listen, I am happy as hell because we're beating Tom Cruise to the punch, man. And Richard Branson and Elon Musk. So going to outer space was really big for me. I read the script and I was like, yes. Now I can't wait for everybody to see it for themselves. Well, it's Fast and Furious. Why the hell not? You know, like they really have no, there are really no limits. And they're really not afraid to go um, to the furthest, like most wildest point of any someone's imagination. And I just love that. It makes it just so exciting and fun. Um, well, there's one scene, one moment in the franchise that I can't really speak on. It's a bit of a gag order yeah. um, that's there. But, yeah, nothing really surprises me anymore, man. I think between <laughs> the Fast and the Furious and Transformers, bro, I get to the yeah. set and I'm like, 
what are we doing today? And oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's harder as you get older because they expect you to just jump in, like you're 20 years old, right? Or like you know. You know um, but look, I'm older, man. My back is not that great, and you know, it's harder to get up, you know. And uh, those action scenes are not that easy to do anymore. Um, but jumping into the character and into the set and with the cast and crew, it's very easy because. A lot of the crew members, you know, have been there since the first movie, so you know they've been carrying over. So when you go back to set, it's literally like a family reunion. So there's a lot of familiar faces, you know, the the costume designer's been with us since I think Fast and Furious 2, you know. So um, you know, there's just a lot of history. It's, just, it's it's a lot of familiar faces, so very easy, very easy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I had fun with that. Who's, who was your favorite? Did you have one, have a favorite? Or I just think I can pick a favorite. I enjoyed I enjoyed speaking to all of them. Ludacris looked like he enjoyed himself. Ludacris was loving it. Yeah, I remember. I remember when you um, when you got notification of the junket. Yeah, you know, I asked you to come and do it. Yeah, um, you didn't know who you were going to get. Yeah. and the first thing I said to you was what? Yeah, oh, Ludacris and Tyrese would be good. And Tyrese, that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> and you got them both, which was good. Yeah, it was awesome. The one I missed out on speaking to Vin Diesel wasn't even offered to me. No, um, um, he probably only just did major. Outlets. I think he only did major outlets. Um, uh, Jordana Brewster, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, and John Cena—they had all done. The they were doing. Ones, they yeah. were offered, um, but I missed out on those. But I got all these other ones, so I couldn't be happier. Mm. Yeah, I was expecting it like one person, maybe yeah. maybe just the director or. I thought it was great to get something. Tyrese and, yeah, and Ludacris. They're fun. Um, I don't know. I didn't have a favorite. I enjoyed speaking to all of them. They were all um, all all really fun. And even um, I like Sun Kang is is fantastic. Yeah, he's so laid back. Yeah, and just really cool. Yeah, and just he's just so so easy and so really easy to speak with. Um, I really loved Natalie Emmanuel as well. And she was bright and chirpy. I feel like everyone else I was speaking to, because it went over the two days, their junket went for like four days. By the time I had spoken, I was speaking to like Tyrese and um, Sung Kang, uh, they had been doing the junket for like three days. Yeah. Um, but I think Natalie Emmanuel, I think I had her on her first day. And she was still bubbly and really bubbly, and and she was enjoying it. What a um, lovely young lady! too. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's in Game of Thrones and stuff. This is she's someone who I've only really come to know through the fast movies over these last few weeks. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's done heaps of huge stuff. Game of Thrones. She's been in like. Of course, I've not watched that. So no, haven't watched Game of Thrones. So no, wouldn't know her through that no. or um, um, what do you call it? Um. It was like Maze Runner or something. She's done heaps of stuff, like heaps of big stuff that we've just not watched. Uh, but she was so she was so great to speak to, and like she she could I could tell that she was um, she was still enjoying it. Like her career, I think she's been acting for like eleven or twelve years or something. But someone who I'm not saying that none of the others you know were were not enjoying themselves, but you could tell you could tell that she was just really having a lot of fun doing this uh, doing this mm. junket. Yeah, um, and she was just great. They were all great to speak with. Yeah, so she did the Maze Runner stuff. Maze Runner, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, she. I think she's in the uh, television version of uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. She did some series yep. with Kevin Hart called Die Hart. It's like a series. Um, yeah, Die Hart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So she's done heaps of st- heaps of stuff. Heaps. Unsinkable. Uh, yeah. So I enjoy. I enjoyed speaking to all of them. This is the biggest one I've done. Uh, the biggest uh, junket I've done so far. 
And I know I had to get up at four. Oh, I get up at three a.m. to speak with Natalie. Yeah, yeah. It was like a four a.m. interview. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be at the end of my second day, but I think there was like a cancellation somewhere, and they had to move me to four o'clock. I was like, I'll do whatever I have to do. Yeah. So I did exactly it. Right. It was a lot of fun. Don't get off and just speak to these people very often. No, exactly so right. Like take what, whatever opportunity. What a, what you can a get. privilege to be able to yep. just speak to people like this. So good. That's what I've been building up to mm. forever, and to be able to get stuff like this and get so many of them, so awesome. Yeah, it was good. So so good. Um, so yeah. So next week we'll play some clips of my interview with Justin Lin, the director of the film. Um, but again, otherwise you can go to my YouTube channel and just watch the full video if you're interested. It's up there. You can check me talk, check, check me out talking to them all. Yeah, they're, all, to them they're, all. Pre, they're all pretty good. Yeah, Just so much fun. The other day. Yeah, oh, you did? Yep. Yeah. Had fun. When I hopped into bed, I thought, oh, okay, have a mm. quick look at that before I go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. They were just – I had like four or five questions. I had four minutes with each of them. And um, – Got a bit in, though. I got a heat set, in, yeah. In that four I minutes. Got a bit in. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, before we move on, just a very brief kind of, again, like partners of the channel. I want to just talk briefly about Random Space Media, of course. Uh, they, uh, you know, developing, they're they, uh, putting together um, Blu-ray and DVD special limited, well, not limited edition, but like special edition things. Uh, a lot of stuff that's not available on wide release. You've got to go to Random Space Media to find it. Some stuff you'll find on JB Hi-Fi. Again, they release like a nine-movie collection of the Fast films, for example, whereas if you go to JB, you can get the eight-movie collection. Mm. Um, other stuff like, um, um, what's that movie called? Um, Happier Season is only available on Blu-ray through them. So right. they've been working with Universal. Because some so. of their stuff you can get on DVD but not Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Happier Season was on DVD on wide sale, but you got to go to Random Space to get the Blu-ray. And I know a lot of people actually went and bought that at my after after this oh, promotion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've had heaps of people like oh, I've just bought Happier Season. So oh, yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, you can go and you can check out their website. Of course, you can use my code, which is Dave Ten at checkout for ten percent off. That goes until the thirtieth of uh, June, <clears throat> so it's about to run out in like a week and a half. Um, so head over there. They'll only ship to Australia, and New Zealand at the moment. Shipping is free. In Australia, shipping to New Zealand is like nine ninety five. Uh, some of their items are actually on sale. If you go to Amazon.com, they're selling a lot of their items through a third-party seller on there. Oh, okay. Uh, you obviously can't use the code, but no. like the big Battlestar Galactica box set that they've just released, yeah, you yeah. can get on Amazon.com through a third-party seller. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so you can go and check that out. Um, also, kicks.com.au. I've teamed up with them um, in celebration of the new Indiana Jones four-movie collection on 4K Ultra High Definition Blu-ray, um, and they've given me a code that you can use as well. You can go to kicks.com today and use Dave15 at checkout for 15% off your order. That is until September 2021. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's running for a couple of months. It's not just for Indiana Jones. We've queued up this partnership to kind of coincide with that release, but you can go and use it on anything mm. on the website. Pre-orders, um, uh, sale stock, same applies to Random Space. Both yep. the codes can apply to pre-orders, sale stock, etc. Awesome. So go ahead and uh, and and use. One and of just those. just got to be said that they're not they're not uh, you no, get nothing not, out of those. No, not affiliate, not, not affiliate, affiliate codes. I'm not they're getting just paid. Something for you guys to get something back. Uh-huh. That's all. Yeah, fun. I get a couple of DVDs here and, and to there. Try and keep uh, try and keep um, physical media, physical media alive. alive. <laughs> I know in the in the countries especially. 
Um, yeah, I get a couple of DVDs here and there that I review for them, and but otherwise, I don't get anything yeah. monetarily or anything Just like that. Just helping out a couple of yeah. relatively new, smaller outlets. Yeah, exactly right. Letting you guys know that it's there. That it's there. Yeah. Well, apparently the um, well, I know a lot of people have bought stuff um, with both codes, so it's that's good to, good oh, to cool. hear. Um, hey, let's play this week's edition of Shite or All Right. All right, all right, all right. All right, this is our okay. favourite game on the show. It's called Shite or All Right, as I just said. Um, hey, well, I'll, I'll explain the for for anyone who's listening for first time, new first time listener, new listener, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Don't Thanks know, for joining us. Don't know why you have, but thank you for, for being here. <laughs> um, okay, so every single title on IMDb has a randomly generated like URL. Yep. It's probably not that randomly generated. It's probably catalog number. Catalog number. Uh, so every URL has like a catalog number in it. Seven numbers. starts with like a zero and then goes up. Um so tummy. Is that your stomach? The water, yeah. Oh. No, it's just the water. Jeez, I could hear that through the headphones. Gurgling along. Yeah. Um, so basically we will go in, we'll punch in a random number, and whatever comes up, we've got to read the synopsis to the other person. We can't tell them who's in it, can't tell them the name or the year or anything like that. We just pull up just a random number and we read it to the person. And now the other person has to decide... Whether the movie is shite or... All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Right. So we determine whether a movie is shite or all right, depending on the IMDb score. We've always figured that a movie that's below a five is usually not going to be a very good movie. So anything from zero to five... five so anything under a six, six. is usually a bit, a bit, you know... Suspect. Can be a bit dodgy. Uh, yeah. So anything from zero to 5.9 is... And anything from six and onward. All right, all right, all right. Yep. So that's the basic rules of the game. And now we've been doing this for quite a number of weeks. And I keep saying, I need to keep score. Yep. I need to go back and count all the scores. And of course, you've got the time to do that. Huh? You've got the time to do it too. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's why I just keep putting it off and I keep forgetting about it. So I keep saying, I got to go back and just. Get the tally of the score, and I've been saying this for like three or four weeks. Yep. And obviously, Jeff, Jeff B, who's a long-time watcher, listener, follower, patron, um, he has taken it upon himself because I'm so lazy and haven't done this. Obviously, he's gone. I'm going to take it on myself. He's gone through every single episode. He sent through a spreadsheet. <laughs> he's done like a, <laughs> he said. He spent hours doing it. He had nothing better to do. Um. He's done like a full spreadsheet to, to to. He's got like all the films we've covered, who's got them right, who's got it wrong. So we finally got a tally. Um, it is twelve to seven in uh, in my favour at the moment. Can't however, however, you are on a deficit of two movies. Right, so okay. I've but you've given me two, two more than two I've more Shadow rights than you have had. So we're going to try and even that out over the next few weeks. Mm, okay, we'll try and figure that out. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, so yeah, so thanks, thanks for that, Jeff. I have just, I've said to Jeff, I said thank you for doing this. I'm lazy, 
and I can't be bothered adding to this every week, so you are now my official scorekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, that is fine. Every week he said he's going to add to it and he's going to send it through. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, so, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just couldn't be bothered. I got too much other I knew and I know I will forget and, and it will just keep slipping my mind. <laughs> so thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Um, let's do it, huh? Let's pull up some shader, all right? Yeah, sure. Um, Why not? Let's do it. I don't know who started last week. I think it was probably me, but it doesn't really matter. So, how about you go first this week? All right, I'll give you your first one. <clears throat> sure. Of course, we've got an assist as well. We can both use an assist. He's writing that on the on the spreadsheet too. Who used an assist and who? Oh, didn't. has he? Yeah, it's like full in depth. It's great. Yeah, I love Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, and an Edinburgh professor. Mm-hmm. And assorted colleagues mm. follow an explorer's trail down an extinct volcano. Oh, interesting. Don't know it. This is one you pulled up, yeah, because we yes, have we yes. got a couple sent in yes, this no, week. Yes, no, this too. is one yeah. I pulled um, up. Oh, it sounds like it could be like a Jules Verne kind of sci-fi, but they're going down a volcano. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say it's. It might be okay. I say like it might be just all right. Might be just all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. It is. All right, oh. all right, all right. In fact, it's a seven. Oh, it's got a seven. Yeah. And this is one I just punched the numbers in and just randomly pulled, randomly up. pulled up. Journey to the center of the earth. That's right. That's <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was Jules Verne. Yeah, nineteen fifty-nine. Journey to the center of the earth. So, yeah, I knew it sounded awesome. too Jules Verne. Over two hours, and it's got Pat Boone. That's the first thing that popped into my head. James Mason, Arlene Dahl, Diane Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good film. Yeah, really good film. Yeah. So yeah, there you that, go. Was, that I was bizarre that I, that I pulled something like that out. Yeah, yeah. Great film. Um, yeah, because I knew it. I just thought like a group sci- scientist going. I don't remember them going down a volcano, but it just sounded like Jules Verne. I just sort of changed it a little bit because it might have given it away, but it actually says Icelandic volca- volcano uh, right on, yeah, yeah. to the cent- to the Earth's uh, centre. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't Yeah, so they go that. down through the volcano into the centre of the Earth. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I half got it right. Um, oh, yeah, oh, he, exactly. He, Jeff's even written on the thing who, if, uh, whether we knew the film or not. Oh, God. Yeah. All I'll, right. I'll never be able to pick him. You might do. You never know. Okay, I've got one for you. Doubt it. Got on for you today. I remember <coughs> what happened yesterday, let alone true film. All right. Oh, this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to read you the character names. It's not going to give away anything. Daisy is the love of Ken's life. She is also large and very pit and very pretty, and on the doll. But Ken is a dreamer. All his dreams to make a fast buck, ending up where they started as dreams. With the rent unpaid, the bailiffs at the door and Ken's dreams in tatters, Daisy sets out to bring home the bacon and gets a job in the local factory. There she meets Marlene and half a dozen other large women who are all united in a secret passion. Sumo wrestling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ken, Ken doesn't know what's hit him. Oh, female sumo wrestling. Fantastic. Oh, huh? God. What do you reckon? Oh, I love that. <laughs> this is. Um, I, I'll read you. I won't count this as one of your assists, but this is um, one of the reviews that was written oh, for yeah. the film. It yeah. comes from the Mirror, <laughs> the Mirror in the UK. It's the female answer to the Full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is it a shadow? That, that'll right? be all right. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it is a shite. Oh, uh, damn. I, it's a, it's, I probably should have known that. I should yeah. have known it was going to be shite. Uh, it's fine. But it's just right up my It sounds alley. great. It sounds <laughs> fantastic. It's going to be fun. It's a 5.3. Um, it's called Secret Society. Obviously, it's a comedy. It came out in 2000. Um, I don't really know anyone who's in it. Charlotte Britton, Lee Ross, Annette Badland. Uh, and Sharon D. Clark, they're the only ones that have pictures on their own DB account. Yeah, I've got no idea who they are. Uh, but there you go. So it's called Secret Society. And uh, yeah, interesting. I should have known that was going to be shy. <laughs> but it's just, it just sounded like something that appealed that Sounds would really to my quite fun. warped sense of humour. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. God. Anyway. Next one. Your next one. Yep. Uh, when God appears to an assistant grocery manager as a good-natured old man, mm. the Almighty selects him as his messenger oh. for the modern world. Oh, go again. When God appears to an assistant grocery manager as a good-natured old man, and uh, the Almighty selects him as his manager for the modern world. Is this Bruce Almighty? Nope. Sounds like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Shit. Evan Almighty? No. <laughs> no, he's got to make the arc in Evan Almighty. Oh, shit. I don't know. Could this be a comedy? Could this be some, like, serious, like, 1940s, like, drama? It, they seem, There were a lot of, lot of, like, kind of esoteric sort of uh, films, like, around the 1940s. Uh, like here comes Mr. Jordan and stuff like that, where it's very much like very biblical and oh, I don't know. I reckon it sounds okay. I'm going to say it's all right. It sounds yeah, it's okay. You, yeah. don't want to, you don't want to assist on this? Um, <laughs> uh, is he going to help? <laughs> uh, might do. Give me yeah. an assist. Why not? I'll take it. So you want what the first three Yeah, give actors. me the first three actors in it. John Denver. Yeah, right. George Burns right. and Terry Gar. Oh, right. So it's like 70s-ish, I'd say. Um, oh, they're all okay. I'm going oh, to I'll, I'll stick with my all right, but maybe just. Maybe just all right. Okay, so drum roll. Yeah. All right, hey, all right, got all right. right. Good, yes. Film called Oh God. Oh God, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've told you, John Denver, George yeah, yeah. Burns, Terry Gard, Donald Pleasance. Oh, yeah. Ralph Bellamy. Oh. William Daniels. Is it a, a good comedy cast. or is it a drama? It's a comedy. Comedy, no. fantasy comedy. What year? Uh, 77. Oh, there you go. It was actually a good film. I, I remember I remember it. When I oh. pulled it up, I thought, oh, my God. I haven't seen this one for oh, years. My, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually a really good really good film. Really, really yeah. enjoyable. Oh, there you go. And it's got a 6.6. Oh, shit. So. Interesting. Yeah. I have to check it out. about what you'd expect from something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I have got another one for you. This is from my personal pickings. All right. A Navy lieutenant is borrowed by the British to supervise torpedo experiments after one of their scientists is killed. Go again. A Navy lieutenant is borrowed by the British to supervise torpedo experiments after one of their scientists is killed. Assist. You want an assist, all right? So what, first three actors? Yep. Gene Kelly, mm-hmm. John Justin, and Bernard Lee. I wouldn't say it'll be right. Think it'll be all right? I want Gene Kelly films. You like Gene Kelly? I love Gene Kelly. He's one of my favourites. Probably going to be shitty. All right? It's your final yep. answer? Yep. It's... Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> both wrong this week. <laughs> yeah. You pulled further ahead. Yeah, I know. It's called Seagulls Over Sorrento. I love Gene Kelly. He's one of my top favourites. I've never heard of this. Um, it's also known as the as Crest of the Wave. It's got a 5.6. It's a war drama mm. from uh, 1954. I should, have known. I should have known because they were a lot of that sort of stuff from that era. Yeah. Were watchable films, that but they weren't great, great films. They yeah, were just no. watchable. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's also got um, yeah, a bunch of people you wouldn't know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, now we've got two sent in this week from our friend Sam. Um, all right, you read the first one out. No, you taking you taking the first one or the second one? I've taken the top one. The okay, first so one. I'll take the bottom one. Let me pull it up because I wasn't yeah. sure which one you were going to take. Yeah, yeah, I took the top one. I think. Let me double check. <laughs> yeah, I took the top one. So you got the O seven eight. Yeah. Oh, I reckon you might guess this one. All right. Um, okay. Mm. Let me just have a quick read to make sure there's nothing going to give it away. Yeah. Okay. A rescue a rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned with someone or something new on board. Oh. Actually, you may not you may not know this one. It sounds familiar. Oh, a crew go again. A rescue crew investiga- investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned with someone or something new on board. Jeez, it sounds really familiar. It sounds like alien. It sounds like the first alien. <laughs> it does a bit. Or the black hole. Old Disney film. Oh, okay. I'll say it's all right. I'm going to guess it's all right. All right, Ooh. all right, all right. 6.7, Ooh. made in 1997, yeah. Event Horizon. Oh, I watched it not long ago. That's why. Yeah, that's why I thought you might Sam Neill and um, yeah. who else was in that? Jeff Goldblum? No, not um, Jeff Goldblum. No, it's, um, it's uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Kathleen Quinlan, Sam yeah. Neill. Sam Neill. Well, I think Jeff Go- – oh, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Jason Park. I- Jason Isaacs. <laughs> Jason Isaacs. Yeah, I watched that not long ago. I reckon maybe like six months ago. Mm. That's why it was familiar. Yeah, I vaguely remember you watching it. All right, I've got one for you. Here we go. All yep. right, you ready? Yep. Hey, I won't read you the name of uh, this character. I'll just say like um, a a warrior – Leads a ragtag group of adventurers on a quest for a princess. Um, a warrior leads a ragtag crew group. Group. Same thing. A warrior leads a ragtag group of adventurers on a quest for a princess. Says like it could be a bit of a fantasy film. Mm-hmm. This one actually directed by Richard Fleischer. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm going to say that's going to be okay. So that's no, all it's right. going to be shit. It's going to be shit. Sure. That's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. All right. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I got one right, you got Richard. One right. Yeah. <laughs> 5.9. Only just. Ooh, You're on the cusp. Right on the edge. That surprises me because it's a bit of a cult film, and you will know this one. Yeah. 
uh, Conan the Destroyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think this is the second one, though. Conan the Barbarian was, was the, the first. first. Yeah, yep, that's Conan, right. Conan, which I feel like will probably maybe have a better rating. Conan the Barbarian, yeah. Conan the Barbarian has a 6.9. Yeah. Uh, but Conan the Destroyer, 5.9. Yeah. A couple of notches so was down. Was the second one, yeah? That's the second one. Was that, how many Conan were there? Two. Only the well, two. he did two, and then there was a remake. Oh, right. I don't know whether there were maybe more in between, but he certainly only did two. Mm. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Grace Jones, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Grace Jones. Olivia geez. de Arbo. Uh, heaps of people were in that, yeah. Oh, so there you go. Uh, Conan. Conan. So you got one this week, likely. Yep. I got three. That means I'm oh, on fifteen, and you're on eight. But you're still at a deficit of two. Yeah, you're still owed two more. That's still not gonna. That can take you to ten, and then it just yeah, takes the, you. Then it's you're only fifty percent more than me. Another five. Yeah, but I'm only fifteen. Oh no, so what am I on? Fifteen. Yeah, I'm on fifteen, and you'll be on ten, and yeah. it only takes you two weeks to catch up. Two or three weeks. <laughs> But you got to rely on me not getting any. Exactly right. That's it's the, just luck. That's the problem. Just trying to trying to find a film that you don't know. It's luck, though. Half yeah. these I don't know. It's just luck. Pure dumb luck. Yep. Uh, look, fair we enough. So that was uh, this week's edition of Shart or All Right. All right. All right. All right. Once if again, it, if anybody wants to go searching for something, yeah, send us in. Just send anything. Us, send us in. You don't need to pull up random stuff. Just anything that you think is. Well, if you want want to do a random, just go into the into the search function in IMDb and type in TT. Yeah. Uh, zero. Yeah. And then six numbers. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you just have a movie that you think will trip us up, whether it's a really great movie or a really shitty movie, just send them in, please. Yes, send them do over. It, do it. Thanks again to our friend Sam for sending in uh, two this week. Um, all right, so it's just a little bit of news this week. We'll quickly go over, uh, and then we'll round the show out. Um, Loki, we were speaking about it earlier. Um, it uh, they Disney has announced that it is the most watched Disney premiere ever. Oh, surprises me. Yeah. Uh, Bob Chapek, who's the new like head of, head yep. of the company, uh, takeover from Bob Iger. Oh, Iger, yeah. Uh, he says, episode one was the most watched premiere on Disney Plus during its opening week. Um, it beat out Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was the previous record holder, which itself beat out WandaVision, <laughs> which itself beat out Mandalorian season two. Fair uh, enough. Again, of course, they have not given numbers because they don't. No, they don't. They do just that. don't. They don't have to give numbers. No. Um, but Samba TV, which is a third-party viewer tracking app, uh, which um, apparently tracks viewers from like 2.5 million US households. Um, no. Is that right? Oh, they... They clock streaming viewership over 3 million households um, who tune in for at least five minutes. Right. Uh, but the sampling doesn't include mobile viewers. It's just television. Um, so anyway, Samba TV has reported that through their service, um, it's the best that their service has ever seen with 2.5 million US households for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they reported 1.8, and WandaVision, they reported 1.6. But, of course, Disney hasn't given numbers because they don't have to. Mm. Uh, but Marvel Studios president and chief creative officer Kevin Feige said um, at a Paley discussion 
that when it comes to success in the streaming world, I'm still learning and figuring out. All the different streaming services have access to their own information but don't share it so easily to the public or across services. Uh, We knew what success meant at the box office. That was very clear. Uh, There were numbers to compare it to. One sign is social discussions of reviews. That's been helpful. So there you go. Mm. So that's the biggest one. What surprises me? Mm. I'm very surprised. I thought when Winter Soldier would have. Yeah, but I think it, I think it. I think this is now proving what we were saying last week is that all the Marvel people tuned in for WandaVision. Mm. All the Marvel people tuned into Captain America, but it's also these people who have now discovered the Marvel Cinematic Universe through yeah, Disney right. Plus yep. who are now going, "I'll tune in for the next one as yeah. well." So then, all the Marvel fans and all these new fans. They all tune in. Yeah. It's like how YouTube works, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The more subscribers you grow, you pick up new people along yep. the way and your videos will yep. get more views within the first hour yep. the more subscribers you get. So it's just a very, you know, obviously the more people they're picking up along the way, more mm. people are tuning in. So there you go. Absolutely crazy. But as a result... Yeah, it's mad. As a result of this, because now Loki's been on on Wednesdays instead of Fridays... Um, oh, that's because it's yeah. Tuesday, Fridays. Yep. Um, they, as a result of how well Loki has been performing on Wednesday, what are you looking for? I oh, just heard something buzzing. Huh? No, no, I didn't hear it. Um, so uh, people were people didn't quite know why they were put Loki on Wednesdays. People had suspected that maybe Disney Plus had so many original series now that they were going to start rolling out shows, starting to roll out. Like maybe a show a, a night going out, mm. so you'd have like a new show every night, you could yeah. like like yeah. tell, like traditional TV. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it seems that I think maybe they were just testing to see what night might work best. Right. As a result of how well Loki has been doing on Wednesdays, Disney Plus will now debut all TV series on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. So going forward, all I suppose of- maybe maybe that's the reason why it's. Better the others, as it, you know, been its highest. Yeah, because the Wednesday night, yeah. but that's what, but that's probably what they figured. Mm. They'd have all the stats. And yeah, stuff. exactly. Um, same like you again. YouTube, I will have better performing. There will be days that perform yeah. better for my content. Yeah, that's I right. put my big videos up on a like Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. because it's always good for views. Mm. Weekends views tend to trickle out a bit. Yeah. People are out yeah. Friday night. Friday night. I never Sunday upload night. a big thing on a Friday night usually. If I can avoid it. So anyway, yeah. So they're moving all their um, series to Wednesdays, but original movies and premiere access movies will still premiere on Fridays. So they'll keep that traditional movie opening window of a Friday night. Yeah. Uh, which is what it is over in the States. Here it's Thursdays. It's Thursdays. Here, we yeah. open cinema. But we will, as a result, follow them and have the movies on a Friday. Mm. Um, as a result, I'm a bunch of... Upcoming Disney Plus series, um, including Monsters at Work, Turner and Hooch, Behind the Attraction, Chippendale Park Life, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, Season 1B, a bunch of others. Um, the, all, the, the, all the release dates on those have changed um, by four to four days later. So instead of bringing them the f- earlier two yep. days, the Wednesday of the week they're supposed to debut, they've pushed them into the next week the on following a Wednesday. Week, yeah. yeah. Um, so I won't read all the dates, but you can check it out. But yeah, but so for example, Monsters at Work, which was originally supposed to open July second, is now July seventh. I'm really keen to check that out. I'm very excited about it. I'm that. keen to see Turner and Hooch. 
Yeah, me too. See what they do with that. Who's yeah. who's in that? Uh, Josh Peck. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yep. from Drake and Josh. Yep. Um, yeah, so he's going to be in that. It looks pretty cool. Mm. Um, another exciting thing again, Disney again. Um, <clears throat> Disney. Now remember, now this one excites me. This excites you. Oh, you're yeah. a Beatles fan, right? Oh, huge fan. You're a Beatles fan. Huge, <laughs> huge Beatles fan. Um, now you've been waiting for this movie for a long time. A long time. Now essentially, uh, Disney announced. Well, Disney didn't announce it. Peter Jackson announced a number of years ago that he was working on a Beatles documentary. Uh, what happened in 1969 when the Beatles were recording their final albums? Um, of course, Abbey Road, um, but more predominantly, they were preparing um, to record a live album, which eventually became Let It Be. Let It Be, yep. Um, and uh, famously, the band ended up breaking up. During the sessions, yeah, um, Abbey Road was. I think they'd basically decided to. Abbey anyway. Road was recorded before, but released after. Yes, um, so Abbey Road was the last studio album. But Let It Be, it wasn't actually supposed to be. They were supposed to be doing a live album, um, but they broke up halfway through it. And um, essentially, what happened with all the recordings is they just ended up getting mixed. Um, these were all just rehearsal recordings. They ended up getting mixed later yeah, and right. turned into yeah, their, yeah. an album. Yeah, that's right. Um, they had a filmmaker uh, called Michael Lindsay Hogg filming mm-hmm. them the entire time yep. uh, because they were going to coincide this live album with a television special, which was charting the Beatles making an album. Um, essentially, again, yeah, they broke up half, like, yeah, exactly. halfway through making this album. Yeah. It's like Ringo Starr stormed off one day and they had mm. to – like coax him back, please come back. Oh, there were arguments between George and Paul. <laughs> yeah, and John and Paul, yeah, yeah. and they all just just yeah. they just broke apart. Um, so they did release the film originally uh, as let it was it called Let, let it, be, it Be the original film. Yeah, uh, went to cinemas, um, and it didn't paint a, a great go- great light on no. the band or yep. particular members of the band as yeah. well. Came off looking. I think Paul came off the yeah. worst out of yeah. all that. Um, and this is a film that I don't think ever got a home media release. Maybe it got a VHS release, maybe like one VHS release in the 70s or the 80s or something. I don't remember. Um, but it's been – you haven't been able to get it. No. For, no. for forever. No. Um, the only way you can – there's bootleg that's floating around – that's been yeah. floating around out there for years, and it's been the only way you can you can find it. Um, Peter Jackson, filmmaker behind The Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit – um, he did that really terrific documentary for the BBC. Uh, uh, those uh, they shall not grow old. That World War yes, One doco yes, where he yes. colorized it. Fucking yep. great doco. Uh, watched it twice. Loved it. He has been given the access to this footage. He's the first person to have been given access to this footage in like what is it like fifty odd years? Yeah, nearly sixty years. What was it? Sixty nine. 69, so 50, like like three years or something like that. Um, So he's the first filmmaker who's been given access to something like 60 hours worth of footage um, and like hours and hours of audio recordings. Obviously most of it, Mm. other than what was featured in the original documentary, has never been seen. Um, Now they announced it probably three years ago that they were redoing, Peter Jackson is going in and redoing the film and releasing it as The Beatles Get Back. But what they found in going through the footage is, is that there is a lot of really vibrant, happy moments in there. Mm. And that the original film may not have painted the, the, best, picture. the best picture or even the most authentic picture. Mm. So um, 
Peter Jackson has spent the last three years scouring through all this footage and pulling out some really great moments and plans to release it as a movie. Uh, it was supposed to go to cinemas, COVID delayed it, and then it's just been kind of radio silence since. Mm. It's still been on Disney's release schedule. Yep. Um, but radio silence. Yesterday, they've announced that they're going to release it, finally, but it's going to Disney Plus instead of theatres, yep. which is a bit of a shame. Silver lining, though. I don't mind. Silver lining, though, yeah. is that no longer is this going to be just a two-hour feature film. Yep. They've turned it into a three-part, <sighs> six-hour event series. Oh, my series. God. I'm going to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. Three nights, three consecutive nights in November, I think, mm. over Thanksgiving weekend. They're going to release three two-hour um, parts of this doco. And for the first time ever, ever, the entire rooftop concert, is going to be part oh of it. God. We've seen bits of it. For it. Um, we've seen we've seen remastered footage of. Well, obviously Peter Jackson's gone through everything, remastered it all. It's going to look gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, but we have previously seen like 4K remaster mm. of a majority of that um, concert. Yep. And remember that Ron Howard documentary. Ron yeah, Howard yeah, did yeah, one. Yeah. When we saw that in theaters, at the end of it, they played like 20 minutes worth of the concert. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but now we're going to get the full thing. I don't awesome. know how long it went for. Maybe it was like an hour or it something. Wasn't, no, it wasn't that long. I think it was. I think it was like 40 minutes or something. Yeah, because so I, the cops came and cut, yeah, shut, yeah. shut them down. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much of that footage we haven't seen, but we will get the full right. concert now yeah. for the first time ever. It's going to be yeah. so good. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see um, the the Peter Jackson's treatment of it, yeah. because a lot of the um, you know at the I mean I don't really remember the time I was too young to remember, mm. but you know for the f- years years later when I sort of you know got right mm. into them and all that sort of stuff, you read a lot of stuff that that um, you know Yoko Ono copped a lot of the blame for the yeah. Beatles breaking up, but it actually it actually wasn't her doing at all. Yeah. And in fact, they all got along really well with her. Yeah. From from what from what you you know you you, you yeah. now see and hear, yeah. um, and it was just more more about Paul and mm. you know Paul being a perfectionist and yeah. wanting to take control and them not wanting not wanting because the the, the the I suppose the disintegration of the band really mm. started at the at, at when when um, Brian Epstein died. Yeah, yeah. And that was in 66, yeah, I think. something like that, yeah. Um, and they had managers that were, you know, basically ripping them off mm. and wanting to take control and Paul didn't want them to take the, wanted them to take control and well, all these sorts of things, Phil you know. Spe- so. I think Phil Spector did Let It Be in the end and yeah, completely right. destroyed their vision for the album. Right, okay. Because uh, remember they did Let It Be um, Naked? Was it called yep. Let It Be Naked? I, th- uh, I think it was called, yeah. Um, which was like a stripped back version yeah, of the album. Didn't right. have the orchestral shit and all that. Yeah. It was the original what Paul had originally envisioned. Yeah. So there's a lot of just shit going on at the time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping hoping this sort of clears a lot of the oh. a lot of those sort of rumors. Because I mean, even even with me, I mean, I, I I you know I from the position you know the the, the place where I sit watching watching all this sort of stuff over the years, yeah. and I never really had a warming to Yoko mm. and sort of thought, well, maybe she was the, the yeah. cause of it all. But now I look back and I just yeah. think, what an incredible woman she well, was. a lot of the stuff that's you know? come out recently, particularly, Paul has been more open about talking about stuff. There's yeah, that's been right. A lot of documentary stuff about John Lennon particularly come out recently, which kind of shines a bit of a different light. Yeah. Some more maybe intimate audio recordings and vision 
yeah. that wasn't released in the past That's because right. maybe it was a bit too fresh, too intimate. Uh, Yoko yeah. has given the okay to release it, and yeah. it does paint a much nicer light. Yeah, well, and even and even Paul, even Paul had said that um, <clears throat> you know at the time of John's uh, the time of John's death that they were actually they were actually good friends again, mm. and they were doing some stuff together, and they yeah, were. Yeah. Not that they were recording together, yeah. but, they, but they were having some jam sessions together yeah. and spending a bit of time together mm. and stuff like that. So it's a real shame that John had, you know, been shot when he was mm-hmm. when he when he was because who knows what would have happened? I mean, maybe they would have exactly yeah. put something out or whatever, and and just to sort of see that and see where they had come from from the late sixties, you know, yeah. and, and their breakup and and how bitter that seemed to be, and yeah. and even John in in documentaries that, mm. that I've watched. Has said how bitter that that was, and that that, that he actually hated Paul. Yeah. Um, at the time, that yeah. Later on, they actually got along really well again. Mm. Once they and you can imagine, you got four four yeah, young exactly blokes right. yeah. living out of each other each other's they're pockets so for young. those years. So young at the time too. Well, I mean, when they when they started, like, like 20, 60, late 62, Um, well, John John was born in nineteen forty, so he was only twenty two yeah. when they really started, and even by the end twenty nine, they had a yeah. seven year window. That's All right. that music, you know, is yeah. done over seven years. Yeah, exactly. When you right. think about it, you look back, you go, "They what had was this thirteen album, thirteen studio, yeah, eleven enormous, like, studio an album, enormous you know? body of work, unbelievable seven, seven year period." Yeah, and if crazy. they had, if they had been a band that stuck around, say like the Rolling mm. Stones, what would they have produced? Yeah, you no. know, like my god, insane. Uh, so know, just change the course of music. Mm. You know. We don't usually talk about music, but no, I think this but, is a pretty but, important yeah, exactly right. documentary yeah. uh, to come out. Um, the the reason really that they the the original version of the film again we say it paints kind of a negative light. Paul has always felt that he was painted very negatively in yeah. it and barred the release of it yeah. on any kind of home media. Yep. But I've noticed over the last few years he's been a lot more open about talking about things and about letting things out and yeah. maybe letting people see what actually yeah. happened. Um, so this documentary is produced in full cooperation with Paul, with Yoko mm. and uh, with Olivia Harrison, um, who's um, the widow of, of George, yep. and with Ringo Starr as yep. well, who's... Uh, but there's some really good stuff. There's some really good stuff on YouTube with um, interviews with Paul. Yeah, yeah. Of the, over the last few years, and mm. and and you know, get on and have a look, and yeah. just go and search, you know, mm. Paul McCartney interview, yeah. and find some stuff of the last few years. And he's actually yeah. really quite open about it now. Yeah, um, and is much more relaxed with it, and, yeah. and realizes it, it, it was what it was, and and um, people, did, you know, people. Deserve to know about mm. it. Well, know. particularly if they can get this version out and it's going to paint a nicer light on it, um, you know, why wouldn't you? But uh, when they originally announced this, they had also announced that they were going to reissue the original film, totally remastered as a companion piece, but um, there's no mention of it here now. Right, okay. Um, so anyway, what I was saying in the beginning was that Peter Jackson announced this and the Beatles announced this, and then maybe like a year or so ago, Disney announced that they had picked up the distribution of it for theatres, but now it's it's evolved into this television series. Um, I don't know whether Disney being on board, now that it's going to Disney+, Plus, whether this negates any possibility of a home media release. I feel like Apple and the Beatles will probably still have a say in getting yeah. it out there physically. Yeah. I think there'll be like kind of a, a different kind of deal there, uh, particularly if Disney's just on as a distributor. Um, and I think that'll probably be if they I don't, again. There's no mention of the in this new press release of that original film being released. 
But if that does get the re-release, I would imagine if they do like a DVD box set, Blu-ray box set, so it might be on there. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, but anyway, we've got a, just a quick quote from Peter Jackson uh, who says, This phenomenal collection of never-before-seen footage offers an unprecedented look at the close camaraderie, genius songwriting, and indelible impact of one of the most iconic and culturally influential bands of all time. And we can't wait to share the Beatles' Get Back which fans around the world, uh, with fans around the world. In many respects, Michael Lindsay Hogg's remarkable footage captured multiple storylines. Story of friends and of individuals. It is the story of uh, human frailties and of a divine partnership. It's a detailed account of the creative process uh, with the crafting of iconic songs under pressure set amid the social climate of early 1969. But it's not nostalgia, it's raw, honest and humour. Over six hours, you'll get to know the Beatles with an intimacy that you've never thought possible. I'm very grateful to the Beatles, Apple Corps and Disney for allowing me to present this story in exactly the way it should be told. I've been immersed in this project for nearly three years. I'm very excited that audiences around the world will finally be able to see it. Oh, I'm just it's going to be so good. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited yeah, for this. It's going to be awesome. And when is it November or something? Ah, uh, Yeah, it's like over the Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, I imagine man. like Friday, Bring Saturday, Sunday. Six Bring hours. it on. I'm just brilliant. <sighs> so keen for it. You so just don't keen. understand. Like the first, the first I heard of the Beatles, I was only, geez, I would only have been six, five or six or something yeah. like that. And I had... And we'd always have our uncles and, you know, mums, some of mum's brothers mm. living with us. And they were all fairly young. Yeah. And they were riding the Beatles and they'd be playing Beatles music out in their yeah. out in their um their bedroom or their bungalow mm. or wherever they were sleeping and living at the time. Mm. Um and us being kids, we just got sucked into all it all yeah. of it and, and just really enjoyed it. And I've and particularly um my older brother, myself and my yeah, older yeah. brother, who's two years older than me. Yeah. Um uh Still to this day, really love it, and yeah. on almost every everything that's released by the Beatles, I buy now anyway. Yeah, yeah. Every new version, I don't know, yeah. versions of, of all their <laughs> albums I've got. Yeah, but I mean, Steve, my older brother, he's got um, he's got a couple of original, original albums, a couple yeah. of original pressings, which is yeah. really cool. But as an extension, I've obviously grown up with it and was yeah, raised right. on it too. Yeah. So now I'm turning thirty this year. I've been a lot. I could probably consider myself a lifelong fan now. Yeah. Um, and this is like a holy grail for me as well because no, yeah. you hear over the years. Yep. They'll they get, but they let it be film. Yeah. Like it's that elusive thing, and yeah. now finally we're gonna we're gonna get it. I'm so excited. And they were always my go-to. Like if yeah. you didn't know what you want to listen to, I just throw a Beatles album on. Yeah. You know, if I'm just pottering around doing stuff, just throw it at Beatles album on. It's comfortable. It's yeah. nostalgic. It's just you know, mm. you know, as I said, they they Good changed stuff. the course. They changed the course of music forever. Mm-hmm. They did. They certainly did. And we're forever grateful for hey, it. Hey, one funny thing on Twitter. Um, of course, you can imagine a lot of like diehard music fans and shit were hooking in. Oh, why are you letting Disney release this? Disney are going to butcher it into this six-hour TV movie. I wanted to see it in theatres, but I'm not going to be supporting Disney. And I'm thinking, hang on a minute. If you'd gone to see it, like I'm not paying a Disney Plus subscription to watch this, I won't support Disney. If it went to theatres, you'd be you fucking support supporting Disney anyway. Disney anyway. Paying 20 or 30 bucks <laughs> for your tickets. Yeah. What's Disney for a month? <laughs> Eight dollars in the US, yeah. So there you go. You, you pay your eight bucks in the US, or you go and pay twenty bucks yeah. for a one-time watching yeah. of a two-hour film. And you get six hours. Exactly worth. right. Fucking beautiful. I can't wait for it. Fucking and we're, again, we're lucky. We've got the big there. screen. We've got the surround sound. It's going to be just... And I'm going to have it pumping when it's bliss. on. It's going to be bliss. Your mother's going to hate me. I know. Because <laughs> she doesn't like the music too loud, yeah. but oh, I love it. It's going to be great. <laughs> hey, we might have Beatles parties with my brother or something. Yeah, we'll bring, bring him over. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It'll be good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, so if you're watching out there, welcome back. 
<laughs> we we, we realised it uh, was funny. We realised halfway through that if you're listening out there, you you no interruption, no difference. Yep. Um, but if you're watching out there, that whole last discussion, we just noticed the camera shut off. Yep. Um, halfway through, or like at the beginning of that last discussion, the one about the Beatles, the Beatles. Yep. Yeah, uh, it was so good. We're not going to go back and re-record it. So apologies to everyone who is watching. You've just had like a blank screen for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, a blank or just a blank screen. I'll have something up there anyway. Just us or something. Yeah. Put a little cartoon in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be something there. Anyway, but anyone, those listening, is just thinking what the hell is going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but welcome back to everybody out there who's, yeah. who's watching. We are back. Um, it was a bit of a technical issue. A little technical issue with the camera. But, yeah. um, hey, let's... Hopefully we've sorted that now. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, I'll keep an eye on it now. <laughs> let's get into some subscriber questions. Oh, hey? We've got quite a few let's, to get here. Let's, let's through them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, we've got the first one's from Blake. G'day Blake, Blake. Up, in, up in Brisbane. How yeah, are you, mate? Long-time Hope all's listener, well viewer, up north. patron. About 2,000k away. Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. Hope all is well in Melbourne. We're getting there, mate. Uh, yep. With Loki having a very traditional, old-school sci-fi feel mm. to it so far, I've been a, I've been on a bit of a classic sci-fi retro futurism mm. kick. What a mouthful. Mm. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> with that, what are some of your favourite classic sci-fi movies? Cheers from Brizzy. Oh. Um, you know mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. War of the Worlds. Uh, no, not no, War of the Worlds. The other one. Yeah, War of the Worlds is one of them. Yeah. Uh, Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah. From early fifties, yeah, awesome film, great movie. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I probably would I think have, that's right. I probably would have said War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, great. I love those classic like fifties, just crappy sci-fi movies with just yeah. shitty special effects. But but you look at the special effects, what they well, were obviously, at the time. Yeah, yeah. they were awesome. That was but awesome. a lot of them were done on low budgets too. Oh, of course they were. So yeah. they were not – even some of them, were, the effects weren't great for the time, but most yeah. of them they were. Like, the but they were awesome, though. They were great. They even were if so they were good, they were awesome. Exactly right, yeah. That's uh, so, say. yeah, so that's uh, that's two that for – That kind of stuff, yeah. Two anyway. Yep. Thanks, Blake. Uh, okay, well, I have one from Pete Seamus. Ah. Oh, mate, up in um, uh, Sydney. Sydney. Haven't heard from him for a while. Is it a oh. silly Seamus or a serious Seamus this week? Oh, let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, your preferred option, yep. popcorn – Fantails, Maltesers, or Choc Top. For your information, the correct answer is mix Maltesers into Ooh. the warm popcorn. Interesting. Never heard oh, that before. I'm going to supermarket <laughs> Maltesers. I've been thinking, actually. I've been thinking about wanting to make some popcorn recently. We haven't used the machine for a while. With ages. Must have checking whether the, the supplies are <laughs> no, still no. any good for it. Yeah. So. Um, f- well, for us, Pete, we um, when we go to the cinema, we always buy a... Jumbo combo. A jumbo combo, which will give you two <laughs> two large drinks, two yeah. popcorn and two choc tops. Yeah, there you go. That's what we get. Best of so, all yeah, worlds. So choc tops for us. Yeah. Choc top, and, choc and, top popcorn. and popcorn. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to do that Maltesers on the warm, warm popcorn. Oh, I'm trying to lose weight too. My yeah. God. Good luck. Uh, thanks, Pete. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Mongrel. Yeah. Uh, regular man. Yes. Uh, he's a regular <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's regular a reg- man. Regular <laughs> man gives us regular feedback. Yeah, yeah. Um, this can come in via email. Yeah, Dear Dave email. Lee and old mate Rick. Yeah. Uh, this is not my assumption. Do you want to read this one out? Yeah, I'll read this it. One for you to read. Yeah, he um he sends it. He's written a couple of like reviews for us on the um on the um podcast platforms like on Apple Podcasts. Yep. He always comes up regular man. Yeah. Um. So he's written in by via email. Hey, boys, it's me, your secret reviewer, Regular Man. Fun fact about that name, I didn't choose it. It was actually auto-assigned to me. 
I guess that's what I'm going by now because I can't figure out how to change it. <laughs> uh, for my entire oh, I'm, life. I'm there with you, mate. I wouldn't yeah. be able to change it. Uh, for my entire life, I've loved Scooby Doo. I frequently rewatch the TV shows and movies despite having seen them countless times. My personal favourite franchise entries are the made-for-TV movies from 98 to 2001, specifically The Witch's Ghost. Do you two have any pieces of Scooby media you're particularly fond of? Keep up the great work in the pod. Thank you, regular man. Um, no, not really. No? Um, I just love the, the original You would have grown up with the original, the original show. stuff, yeah, and yeah. that's what I really enjoy. Yeah, I think I'm probably the same because I grew up on it all and as well. And it's just the nostalgia of it. Yeah, it was always on Boomerang or Cartoon Network. Yeah, I loved right. it. They had all those live action films from yeah. the um from the night. The and always, always my favourite part was when was when um, Scooby was about to take off and the yeah, legs yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that when I was a kid. <laughs> Great was show. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Thank you, so yeah, man. so this original stuff. Yeah, um, Kyle Brebner. Yes, hello. Hi, Kyle. Dave and old mate Rick. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Uh, greetings from Canada. We've ah, been to Canada. No, we haven't. We've got to do. I've wanted yeah, to do Canada. Canada. I've been to the US, but mm. just uh, never, got a, never got over the. Maybe next time we go to over the, the US. water. Yeah. Love it. Uh, two questions for you. Two questions for you. Do you think people will become tired of streaming services due to the amount of them mm. in the near future? Mm-hmm. That's question one. Okay. Um, I think people are already getting tired of the fact that there's too many of them. Yeah, uh, but I think also what people are starting to do, which is what we do, is just switch between them. You yeah. don't need to be signed up to them the whole, time. all of them, the whole time. Just get like a month at a time, yeah. depending what you want to watch at that moment. Get on what you see, what you want to see, yeah. and then go into something else the next month. Well, for us, we have Netflix in perpetuity, and we have Disney yeah. Plus. I have like the year subscription. Yeah, so they're the two main ones that we just have constantly. Yep. Like there's always stuff on them, but other ones, like for example, here in Australia, you've got Stan, uh, Amazon Prime, um, whatever else there is. You just swap between them depending on what you want to yeah, watch at the time. Right. Yeah, so, so, you're not, I, I, so you're not paying full subscriptions for a whole year. Yeah, I think so. that's what a lot of people are going to start doing now. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the herd might get thinned out over the years. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. <sighs> ah, the slow ones yeah. left behind. Uh, Charlie Palmer. Yeah. Uh, with Luca being released uh, and your close family ties to Italy. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I forgot Kyle's second question. Oh, yeah, the second question. Uh, and what, in your, what in your oh. opinion, are the biggest biggest acting snubs in Oscars history? Mm. Personally, I feel Mark Ruffalo should have won for Spotlight and Jake Gyllenhaal mm. should have been nominated for Nightcrawl. Nightcrawl yeah. was a great film. Great. Oh, this, is, this is your early There's podcast. a lot mm. of snubs over the years. Um. Off the top of my head, um, I'm shocked that this is really recent, but I'm shocked Mads Mikkelsen didn't get a nomination for another round. Was that oh, movie okay. released a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. It was up for like almost everything else. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get an acting uh, nod for that. Um, uh, I don't know. Other than that, I would have to get back on that. I have to think about it. Mm. Um. And it's not a question for me because I don't retain no. that stuff. I've not got much interest in. No, I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't always have. I don't follow the Oscars as closely as I used to. Mm. Um, but that's off the top of my head. That's one that stuck out for me, like this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Palmer. Palmer. G'day, Charlie. 
uh, with Luca being released and your close family ties to Italy mm-hmm. and it uh, and it feeling familiar in certain aspects to you, yeah. I was wondering what are some of your favourite family movies? Yeah. Whether you give uh, whether they give you a family like feeling through their depiction of family mm-hmm. or ones that you've watched in uh, initially and repeatedly with family. Mm. Love from the UK. Thank you, Charlie. Now, Charlie is Charlie's a very close follower these days. Yeah. Himself and his girlfriend, actually, they post a lot. Um, so, hello to both of you. Thank you so much. I think, if I'm not getting it wrong, I think they came to the podcast via the Mr. Sunday episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, there you go. Uh, so, thanks for sticking board, around Charlie. for all your, your support recently uh, to both of you. I appreciate it. Um, family mo- The ultimate family movie for me is... Vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Christmas That's funny. Vacation. Or... Christmas Vacation was mine. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I was going to mention. Yeah. It's just such a a realistic depiction of family. Yep. yep. Um, and just the crazy things, whether it's your crazy relatives or just the crazy things that happen we've all in got a them. household. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, I think, the ultimate family. And we go back to them all the yeah. time. Yeah. We go back to Christmas vacation every year, and every few years we'll watch the other ones. This year, actually, early this year, after we watched Christmas vacation, we went. It's been a while since we watched the other ones, and we rewatched. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, the other one. So European I think that. And yeah, American. I think for me, for us, that would be. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. That, that that have to be the one. Yeah, and and a lot of a lot of like a lot of Christmas films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like uh, what's the one with um, the old the old one? Um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Uh, oh, that. Both of those, yeah, and Home Alone. Uh, no, oh <laughs> my God, um, uh, James Stewart. Oh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the, yeah, yeah. So anything like that, I, you know, because we we all have the Christmas movie festivals yeah, yeah. most year, and yeah, just watch shitloads over yeah. over that December period. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Christmas vacation probably. Yeah, for, for me. Thank you so much, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Um, Jamie Farrar. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dave. If you had the ability to interview anyone living Ooh. or dead. Who would you pick and why? Mm. Enjoying the show week, uh, enjoying enjoying the show weekly from hot Las Vegas, oh. Las Vegas, yeah. uh, one hundred and fifteen oh. degrees today, Jamie. That equates Fahrenheit. to about forty six here because yeah. we're in Celsius. Very hot, yeah. So it's pretty damn warm. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, we know that I, heat. We get that. I know. If I could interview anyone living or dead, I would probably talk to uh, Walt Disney. I think it'd be fascinating. Oh, most definitely. Pick his brains. Yeah. Yeah. Have to be. Yep. That's an easy question. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. John Lennon for me. Yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah, yeah. sitting with John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Harry Harry <laughs> Potter. Harry Potter, yes, Kalu, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. What a, yeah. what a great name. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you think they? Do you think they will play too safe with Space Jam, a new a new legacy? Why was Kath Susie Susie yeah. replaced replaced by Zendaya? Um, I don't know, play it too safe. I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of things in it they can't get away with, other they did in the nineties, well, particularly naturally yeah, political, political uh, the climate. more political climate at the moment. Um, you know, for good reason. It's a kid's movie, yeah. and it's a lot of stuff. You look back at that old movie and you go, how'd you get away with that, really? <laughs> um, particularly with the character of Lola, which obviously there's been a big controversy mm. at the moment where they like toned the character down or whatever. Um, I, I like the new version of the character, I think. Um, but we obviously haven't seen the film, but I think it's a, a better version of the character. You watch back and it's so dated, the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I don't know if it'll play it too safe. I just feel like it'll be, uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you answer that question, really. Um, I feel like they'll do what they can within the realms. They'll of, push it as far as loot. they can. Yeah, I, I feel like they will. Uh, that, but again, it's a different climate now than it was. That's 30 right. Years well, it's ago. not. Yeah, it's not going to be a film so, like thirty years ago. So it's not a matter of playing it too safe. It's a matter of playing to the playing. political yeah. climate. Yeah. Um, Kath, why was Kath Susu replaced by Zendaya? Well, the obvious answer would be that um, they always need to have some sort of celebrity voice in there. Mm-hmm. Like recently they did a TV spot, which is uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, starring Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, and Zendaya as uh, Lola Bunny. So none of the other voice actors got credit. They all were just credited as the character, whereas Zendaya got the credit for doing Lola Bunny. It's mm-hmm. a big thing about that at the moment. Um, so obviously they need like a big celebrity to pull it in, I think. Uh, secondly, we don't know the circumstances of Zendaya being offered the role. I We can't speak for Kath Susie. Perhaps she didn't want to do it. Yeah. You know, maybe she was offered. This is the thing. People jump to conclusions. Why wasn't she given the role? Why wasn't she offered the role? Why have they replaced her? Why that mama? You don't know the full story. They could have gone to her and she said, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't know. None of us know. So at the end of the day, you can't really say he's she. This character's been voiced by like numerous people. Mm. Um, uh, Kristen Wiig played the character oh, on really? TV. Yeah. Um, mm, so, yeah. you know, it's not the first time the character's been done by someone else. Mm. Um, I just think it's, you know, you don't know the circumstances surrounding it. Yeah, that's right. Hard yeah. one to answer. Yeah. Lin- uh, okay, next one. Linda... Magaglia, Magaglia. Yeah, I've just butchered that. So yeah, sorry, sorry, Linda. About that. Um, hey, Dave Lee down under. Are you a fan of live action video game movies? If you are a fan of live action video game movies, okay. Am I a fan of live action video game movies? Um, the ones I've seen, I've enjoyed. Mm. Tomb Raider. Yep, I've always enjoyed them. Um, can't really think. Oh, Sonic the, the Hedgehog was all right. What's that animated? Uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty that good. Was pretty cool. Um, that old Mario movie with Bob Hoskins and oh, John Legu- Was it John Guizamo? Uh, uh, I think I can't remember. Um, awful. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, I enjoyed the video game movies. Yeah, some yeah. of them were good. Yeah. Uh, next one yeah. and last one, yeah. Mr. Josh. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Josh. Uh, Hello, Josh. What, Mr. What, Josh. What recently released movie do you think will be considered oh, a classic as the geez. years go by? Always tough. We get into this argument about, well, this discussion about classics. Classics, again. yeah. Exactly. Um, I think you've got to look at movies that have had some sort of impact that have changed something about the landscape of cinema. I mean, the first thing that comes to your head is Avatar. Not a huge fan of the movie, yep. uh, but it changed the entire face yep. of cinema. Um, so that's obviously a cla- that's like nearly twenty years old now. Anyway, is it that you know, old? Ten to fifteen years old, something like that. Have a look. Um, <laughs> have you plugged your thing? I'm playing. No, you're right. No, no, um, Avatar, something like even like the Lord of the Rings movies, like they changed the scope. But it, it's something more recent, like Mission Impossible movies. They have completely changed, like, the face of um, um, action films, you know, stuff like that. Even, like, Christopher Nolan's films, like Tenet or Interstellar, they will go down as being Tenet, mate, you know, yeah. classics of of cinema, mm. I think. 2009. Yeah. So, so 12 years. 12 years, yeah. 
I think it's by the time they release the rest of the movie, it's going to be like 2030 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Yeah, that's what I think. And um, I think that's is that it for the questions. That's it. And beautiful. Closing out the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That is all we have time for today. Um, and watching. Well, and watching mostly. some of it. Yeah. <laughs> some of it, other than the Beatles bit. Um, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. A visual element is also available to view on YouTube, which goes out two days earlier to patron supporters. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under to get your two-day early access. And it's cheap too. It's cheap for as little as a dollar a month, yeah. Cheapy. Cheapy. Cheap, 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 cheap. Don't forget the video podcasts cheap, are on a new cheap, channel cheap, if you if you want to watch them. And watch most of the time you get the full episode. <laughs> most of the time you get the full app. Um, you can, of course, find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, over on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and Letterboxd. Links for everything down in the description below. Um, uh, also links for the podcast platform if you're watching. Or if you're listening, there's the YouTube. Or watching. Or whatever. Yeah, some of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're listening to the podcast platform, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Only good ones. Only good ones. Don't like bad ones. A uh, bit of a preview for YouTube coming up this current week. I think well, I'm a therapist when we get a bad one. Yeah, I know. Me too. Uh, last week, I dropped my Luca review, my Fast 9 review, mm-hmm. my Fast 9 interviews, yep. all 20 minutes of them. Um, I have just dropped my Pixar New Era ranking. And the night that this goes up on Monday, I will also be uploading my um, all 24 Pixar movies ranked. So that's wow, the two that's big one. The two final Pixar ranking videos are now will now be out there. Ooh. These are ones I've been working on for like two or three years. Yeah. I've had these ones sitting ready to go for since January. Oh, I prepped shit. them in January. Um, my Mysterious Spin League Society review will be up this week as well. Again, I'm taking part in the Junker for Space Jam 2. I should have a small video for that, I think, this week, maybe the weekend after. It depends on when the studio wants me to launch it. I'm, I'm feeling they'll probably want me to put it up closer to film release, so it might be a few weeks yeah. off. I'm not too sure. Um, I'm working on my next evolution at the moment, which I do plan to have out at the end of the month. I think I should probably track to have it ready by the end of the month. If not, it'll be like the first week of next month. Um, don't forget the weakest link. Yes. This Tuesday, the 22nd, Channel 9 at 9.20 p.m. If you miss it, you can watch it on the Channel 9 Now catch-up app. If you're inter- or overseas or whatever, we will play some clips of it on the show next week. Awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to old mate Rick for joining me. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everybody out there for listening. Thanks we for listeners it. and watchers. Part-time yeah. watchers. Part-time watchers, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. I appreciate it. Take care. Take care.